This week on the program, I just learned that this was executive produced by Rick Dalton. It's Orphan. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Chris Cavan. Eric Siska. And we hate movies. Hello, everyone. Welcome to We Hate Movies, a comedy show where we use a movie as a springboard for a profane and oft-gross conversation. Sometimes it's an orphan. <laughs> this week on the program, it is Orphan from 2009, directed by Jaime Colette Serra. Um, what is it, a Polish gentleman? Uh, no, I believe he's from Spain. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. The thing is, he makes garbage movies. <laughs> He made what three movies with Liam Neeson? Yeah, three of them. you know people will defend the commuter, and it's like get the fuck out of Who's here. Who's defending the commuter? Plenty go, of people. Oh my lord! You go and Letterboxd. Even the esteemed folks I, I follow love that that's, movie. That's one of those weird movies that like probably was on like a Kyer du Cinema like top ten list out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, they do that. They every but, once in a while they'll pull something like that. I had fun with the the commuter just a little bit. I but, didn't. But, I didn't like it. It just the Metro North logic. I mean, <laughs> it's not a hard thing. To fucking do right. I'm with Eric. I cannot stand fucking egregious errors like that. Mm -hmm. And that movie posits that the commuter rail like leaves Grand Central Station and passes mm -hmm. and stops at a bunch of subway stations. <laughs> yes, it's like okay, now it's 66th Street, and then like what is Jonathan Banks in that movie? Yes, he's like, yeah. oh, Two sorry, Walter, gotta go to to Harlem, 125th Street, because I'm. Why am I in the Metro North? They wouldn't even honor this ticket. Not for nothing, this man. Doesn't even I see fucking Mike the Cleaner getting off at Harlem 125th Street. I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean? What? <laughs> Mike, the, Mike the Cleaner, the character. Not yes. Jonathan okay, gotcha. Right, right, I'm right, like, gotcha. why is this fucking dude going oh, he's to Harlem? Battle Shaft. <laughs> honey, honey, it's Mike the Cleaner. <laughs> he's in real life now. <laughs> so, but look at this shit, though. Okay, yeah, I'll stop talking about the commuter. So, House of Wax remake. Oh, that's a problem. Which I like. I think it's okay, wow. too. I think it's a good remake. Classic Paris Hilton kill in that mm. Yes, good one. Goal 2, Living the Dream. I have not seen it. W wait, a, what was that? It's a soccer movie. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said Ghoul 2, and I was like, tell me more. Mother, we're watching Ghoul 2 tonight. We're going to skip Ghoul 1. It's just jump to Ghoul. be lost. You always fucking do this, Harold. No, sweetheart, we're just going to jump to Ghoul 2. Baby, baby, it's not a 2 number. It's a T-O-O -O 2. <laughs> so you know how in Troll 2, they say you don't piss on hospitality. In Ghoul 2, they say you don't shit on it <laughs> then orphan then unknown a liam neeson awful, movie awful. so boring we decided uh, we didn't want to do an episode <laughs> of it yes that's right there there's a problem they're gonna uh, obtain the secret formula for corn that's right i'm in <laughs> germany i think i don't know the, Germ actually. the germans are finding out our looks, secrets of corn it looks green everywhere that's that uh, movie's about corn it is about corn. it's kind of like that fake commercial in the middle of michael clayton <laughs> Did he also do nonstop? So that's yes. So then yeah, nonstop. Non oh, he did a trilogy that. with this dude. Run oh. all night. Yep. That's another another Liam Neeson. He oh did my four. God. It's a quadrology. <laughs> now people say that this one is good, but no clue because I didn't see it. The Shallows. It's a fine movie. Then the Commuter. 
Uh, and oh, Jungle wow. Cruise, Jungle Cruise, and supposedly I'll believe this when I see it. Steve Zadek, the Black Adam movie. Yeah, oh please, that movie. That's a fake. <laughs> Wait, movie. that's DC, right? Yeah, that's the yeah. the well, Rock this spinoff makes... of Shazam. That is a, a, right. a, essentially apparently going to happen. Been be, they've been trying to make it for, for fifty decade. years, but like. This guy would fit into DC perfectly because this guy has never used color in his movies. <laughs> My God, yes. this is some dreary, terrible C- shit. House I- of Wax, starting with his first feature, House of Wax has like a, f- I- a fucking teal tint all over it. There is a lot of color in the shallows, I will say. Can okay. I just stop the hate train for five seconds and let everybody know that I love this movie? I, I kind of love Sadak this selects. movie. Yeah, it's- mm, yeah, this was your selection. I'm it's a, a movie you love. I'm a sucker for an evil kid movie. Like I love evil kids. Sure, yeah. uh, evil kids, possessed kids, demonic kids, and like so many of those movies don't have the guts that this movie yes, has. This is true. It, it's usually and a lot of these are on Lifetime too. This movie's very much like a, an up a high uh, high end Lifetime movie in, in a lot of ways. Yeah, and those movies never have the guts too. It's usually like there's maybe one kill. You think the dad gets killed, but then at the end he just has a broken leg. Someone's in a coma. <laughs> they come out of it. It's bullshit. This movie goes for it. A lot yeah, this of movie ankle does... trauma in, exactly. those, in well, those movies. A lot of ankle trauma. This movie's allowed. To to go for it because towards the end the twist yes. is that it's not an actual child so therefore they can go for it I even think. uh last year's the prodigy like is the similar thing where it's like um it's a haunted kid it's a kid who gets like possessed by whatever oh this yeah. kid is a uh, twisted file starter that's the movie that's the movie so I should say for folks at home, you yeah. know, we record these episodes well in advance and whatnot. We're recording this episode in January still, which is when we did our worst of 2019. I thought that this movie, Orphan, that yes. we're doing, or The Orphan, whatever, was that movie. That's the movie I was thinking of. Yeah, the Orphan's Prodigy with Guts. Yes. I, mean, I think there's even one kill in that movie, too, where it's like, eh. Maybe. Yeah. Like, I think the dad in a car. <sighs> But this what are you mo- gonna do for please? This movie is bad. Like the first hour is a bit of a slog. I'll, I'll let let the folks right. at home know the that the first of the two hours, two by hours the way. and two minutes. Now two hours was still too short. <laughs> Let's do two minutes on it. I love it. It's too long. Two hours was too short, so they added two minutes. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. this this two hours and two minutes in that 1994. This would have been a hundred minutes and would be fucking Oscar. Winner. That's the thing is, <laughs> like, if this was a hundred minutes, ninety minutes, I could see your idea of it being a decent film. Yes, hundred minutes is a much better movie. I agree, and I don't think that like I mean, this movie tries to do thematic stuff. I'm like. Eh, don't bother. It's an evil kid movie. Hey, Vera Framaga, stop crying. It's an evil kid movie. That's the thing. You want to shave some minutes off, you can start right here with this useless nightmare that she has. Well, but, I mean, even before that, now, did they think this was going to be a huge fucking movie? I because they do go. the WB logo different. It looks like the Suicide Squad. It did. Version. I wrote the same thing. It <laughs> yeah. looks exactly like the Suicide Squad. And, like, you don't even, at least with the Suicide Squad, when it does that, you understand why it's doing it. This is like, you don't get an answer for what the logo is referencing mm-hmm. until like an hour and a half into this fucking movie. For me, it kind of immediately was like, oh, she's crooked. Because yeah. I'm like, what What would this mean? Where would it come from? It's not like anybody here is a black light artist. Well, of course the orphan is crooked. I don't remember that from the trailers. <laughs> no, the trailer is very much like there's something wrong with this kid. What's going to happen? Is mm. she the devil? Is she... But Does I the was... movie pitch it as like a potential like paranormal situation? Because I, I only saw... The, I never yes. saw the trailer. 
I yeah. only saw the poster. The, the trailer is like something's up with this. Something's poster, off. Let me pull up the poster because doesn't she have like jet black eyes like all through it? She looks like she's possessed. Kind of, sort of. Yeah, it's like a super close up of on her on her face, and it's like yeah, and she okay. looks creepy. Yeah, the poster you can't see her eyes. That's probably That's what it. you're thinking. It's like no, a black. Can, can you see her? Yeah, you oh, can see, yeah, you can see yeah, the whites yeah, yeah. of the eyes. But that could be. Um, yeah, I mean, and this is an evil kid movie. We should say it's a. It's about Vera Farmiga and Peter Sarsgaard. They lose a child. They have two children, and they wind up adopting a new child who isn't all she's cracked up to be. I mean, that's that's the yeah, that's kind of it. Yeah. It opens with this nightmare sequence where she's like reliving ish, you know, the yeah. day she lost the baby, and it's like you can tell right away that this is a bad nightmare because like she sits in the wheelchair. Peter Sarsgaard's like, "Oh, my wife is going into labor," you know. Uh, and he's at the desk, like signing in. And this nurse is like, "Okay, like we'll take care of you." And the shot of the nurse pushing the wheelchair, and there's all this blood on the floor, and the nurse just keeps going. I was like, "Well, nightmare." Oh, mm-hmm. But it keeps going. Like it the night, the nightmare goes on for like five, six minutes. You, and what I love about the nightmare, can I quickly say, Chris Cabin, he's well, you gearing up right for ahead. something. <laughs> I see he's fucking warming up. This uh, whistle's about to blow. Yeah. Oh, Blanca isn't crouching and electricity is starting to happen. Jabba, jabba, dude. Chris Cabin's warming up in the bullpen. Um, but first, you. What I love is Peter Sarsgaard coming out with the camcorder in this <laughs> yeah, fucking dream where she's having, like, they're ripping this baby out. It's covered in blood. And he's just, like, filming it like, oh, yeah, I'm just this dad that's so excited. Dude, I got to tell you. Fucking dads and parents that are filming the birth. Get out of here, you, you perverts. Stark <laughs> memory of fucking Tom Arnold in nine months. <laughs> the other thing, though, is that this hospital looks like Congress on Krypton. It's like the biggest <laughs> building, yeah. and it's nice. And I'm like, where the fuck are you? Guilty. Where does this movie take place? I don't think you ever know. Krypton. It has to be Seattle, right? Yeah. The, the fucking house what? they Why? live in, too. Because it's dreary all the time. It's it looks Toronto. like shit all it's the time. Where, that's where they, ma- they filmed it. Oh, really? Oh, okay. yeah. I yeah. mean, it's just, it's winter, and it lets you know, which I don't appreciate because it's winter now. <laughs> I, do, I do think that the her having a nightmare about... Uh, her losing this kid and Peter Sarsgaard's got the cameras like, hey, honey, everything's going to be great. It lets you know immediately she fucking hates this dude. She wants out of this relationship because her subconscious is like, I'm a dickhead. Hey, babe, you losing a baby? I'm going to film it. But Peter Sarsgaard is also the doctor. Yes, exactly. So, yeah, you're like, okay, yes. So these these people should be apart. It's multiple man. He is multiple. I would love to. Then they they add this layer onto it, and this is getting a little ahead, but that that like due to the traumatic loss of this child, she turns to alcohol. Sure. And it's like in an evil orphan movie, you don't really need the weepy alcoholism storyline. Totally right. Totally right. It is the one element too much, and it's sort of a thing where like they use it as a device later. It's like, oh, now they're gonna now Peter Sardsgard's upset because she's off the wagon or whatever. And it's like you could write that a little quicker. Let's yeah. get to the evil orphaning. Well, that's uh, Peter. Speaking S- of which, Peter Sarsgaard <laughs> is Peter fucking Sarsgaard in this movie. So we already <laughs> have a hit against him. So they need to give her a hit. He is so unlikable in this movie. You will be. So- oh, he seems nice. <laughs> oh, Come shut on. your mouth. He he's seems, just, he's, he's, he's a, a cute guy. He's, he's a cute a, dude. I don't know. Let's give the orphan one more chance. Like, fucking. Come on! 
here's the thing. I because listen, I'm kind of with Steve here. I am the first to turn on an evil kid. <laughs> like just the slightest, the well, but slightest. He's, but he's already a father, so you know he. <laughs> I feel like he has to give kids slack. The mistake Vera Farmiga uh, makes in pointing out that she does indeed have an evil child mm. on her hands here is that she's open about it. Yeah, you talk. Behind closed doors, many, many closed doors. There's a lot of things that should go on behind closed doors in this movie. The two of them, Via Farmiga and Peter Sarsgaard's characters in this movie, two of the dumbest That's, fucking people. You, you, It's great to have an open plan house, but when you're doing certain things, you got to fucking get into a room and close a door. If you're mm. bending someone over a counter and fucking them, it better be in a bathroom with the door closed. <laughs> Not in the fucking kitchen! Which we will talk about, but I cannot no, believe no, that. No, no, no. It, it's safer here, honey. There's burners. <laughs> Can we also quickly mention that this movie is just like, boom, hit out of nowhere against adoption. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's very much like, I don't know, you're going to invite one of those into your Wait, home? A creepy thing from Eastern Europe. But it also, it seems like such a weird, because like, you know, you hear things about adoption. I've known people who have adopted kids or are trying to adopt kids. And, and like, they were stabbed to death. <laughs> yes, one, definitely. But no, but like, it's a fucking process. It takes yes. forever. There's yeah. paperwork. There's background checks. Right. The two of them go to this fucking orphanage run by CCH Pounder like they're going to pick up a puppy. Yeah. <laughs> it's outrageous. No, 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 no. Stop. It's like a big screen TV. <laughs> They've talked already. They're getting everything ready to go. They this, just got to get in the back. I this, told you that 55 inches is too big for our living room. CCH Pounder is trying to get rid of this kid. This kid is priced to move. I'll tell you that much. She knows that Esther is a lemon like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> look, She's this, really bad about hiding it. Look. This DVD player has a VHS player right next to it. <laughs> Don't you want it in 2009? Oh, man. So yeah, we meet Via Formiga. She's depressed, obviously. She, we see her with a therapist. She's talking about how she's, she uh, beat... She's, a pre-fame Margot Martindale. Oh, that's who this is. Yep. Yeah. Because this was pre her season on Justified, right? 2000, yeah. Had Justified even started that? Justified, I think, uh, is 2010, 2011. Oh, okay. Yeah. And she's just like, you know, she's talking about how she went to a wine store. She almost bought wine. She wanted to. She didn't. So she's conquered this huge problem. I mean, she's battling it, but she's conquered it, whatever. And like, that's yeah. kind of where you meet. You meet. They have two. They have two kids. One is uh, just a, a regular douchey boy with a fucking floppy haircut. Right. This kid stinks. And I recognize from from something. And while you continue talking, mm. Steve, I'm going to look it up because I have a feeling well, it's got well, something. No, I was He's charging up over there. Uh -oh. I, well, listen, I can't tell kids uh, apart. So I wrote down the name Daniel, mm. and the girl is Max, and then the adopted kid is Esther. That's yes, true. Right. And Max uh, is hearing impaired. Um, and she's also uh, she doesn't speak in the, in the entire movie, and actually the actress is also hearing yeah. impaired. So she was obviously doing. And I think uh, Vera Farmiga does a good job with um, uh, ASL language, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She does. He. Oh, you know who he was? This little kid. Actually, big year for this little kid. Jimmy Bennett is the actor's name. Uh, he uh, played young Kirk in that J.J. Abrams Star Oh, that makes so much yes. sense. He's the one driving the car to the Beastie Boys. He says James Tiberius Kirk to the robo-cop. Robo robo <laughs> that guy's kind of a robo-cop. scum. <laughs> that dude is a total robo-cop. Robo-truancy <laughs> officer. That is why he wanted to leave the Earth so bad, is because mm. after 2090, it was all the robo-cops that showed up. <laughs> That's true. 
There's a RoboCop in every street. And it will truly be a planet of RoboCops. Ooh. Planet of RoboCops? Yeah. That's something? That'd That's be nice. a, that could be a dumb comic. They could like ride Ed 209s as horses. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> no, that's what it looks like when like RoboCop's having a nightmare. <laughs> Imagine if RoboCop like went fucking nuts and started turning all the cops into the force into RoboCops and like, stabbing dudes Dude. and like reconfiguring their corpses into RoboCops. Better, not a better RoboCop movie, but yeah. a better RoboCop sequel, like yeah. Evil RoboCop. Yeah. And he just doesn't know no better. Like he's just trying to put a fax machine on a guy's head. <laughs> right. He's just like, I am merely making him more efficient. Yeah. <laughs> just shoves a Super <laughs> Nintendo in this dude's mouth. Now I can play games on him or fax him. <laughs> Come, my brethren. Just corpses yeah. everywhere. Just corpses with like with appliances next to them because they weren't even affixed in any real way. It's just like a, it's like why it's a room full of like uh, electronic equipment and dead people. No, no, no. There, it is a room of cyborgs. <laughs> it's my army of RoboCops. <laughs> this cyborg can bleed or make popcorn. <laughs> this guy with no eyeballs has a TV on his lap. <laughs> It's all right. I tied it. Um, question about Vera Farmiga, who I do like as an actress. Yeah. Has she ever been happy? Is there a role Has in she which she's played been, a happy character? I'm, I'm sure as a person, she's having a great time. But like, I've never not seen this woman a put through the not put through the ringer. She goes through the ringer every movie she's in. Yep. Mm. Like in the beginning of Up in the Air. Yes, she's kind of kind of happy, kind of like doing it with Clooney. But she would never open a ski resort. You know what I no. mean? Like she's not the fun ski she, instructor. She's never known hope. Yes. That is for certain. <laughs> that is a hundred percent on Vera Farmiga. Yeah, I'm really trying to find something. <clears throat> I really, I don't see it. Though. It's a lot of ghost children. It's a lot. A lot she of deals ghost with children. a lot of ghost children. She deals with a lot of dead people in and mm -hmm. around her life. You've got The Departed, where it's like, oh, okay, I'm just a therapist, you know, stuck between these two handsome dudes. But even when she's about to fuck Leonardo DiCaprio, she says one of the 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 line that sticks with me that in that movie more than anything else, which is. Your vulnerability is really freaking me out right now. And then the fucking and then the band pipes in and they start fucking. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. I don't remember that line at all. Yeah, but I do remember because this movie, this whole time I was watching this movie, I'm like, there's something fishy about Via Farmiga being in this movie. <laughs> and it's this. She was in another eerie kid movie just two years prior to this called Joshua. What's Joshua about? Oh, God. The arrival it. of a newborn girl causes the gradual disintegration of the Karn family, particularly for nine-year-old Joshua, an eccentric boy whose proper upbringing and refined tastes both take a sinister turn. Mm. So and it's like a murderous little Frasier. But it's <laughs> but it's Sam Rockwell in the Peter Sarsgaard oh, role, God. I think. Step up. <laughs> it's Step a little bit. up. A little bit. So yeah, I mean, like, and their ma their marriage is going so well. There's like a moment when they're about to have sex, and she's like, "Yep, not having it." And like, you know, um, they start talking about like, but that's not because she's like mad at him. That's still oh, no, like a whole like, I'm not ready to get back in this. What with the losing the baby? Yes, no, exactly. They're they're they're, they're sexually frustrated, and they're just kind of sitting because it, it it comes into play later. See, oh I yeah, mean, I mean, this is also shit. I don't need in an evil orphan movie. Yep, just adopt the kid. I don't need to know about your sex problems. I don't need to know about your alcohol problems. In the ultimate evil kid movie, yeah. The Omen, Gregory Peck ain't sitting around with whoever played his wife talking about, you know, this job of mine is really taking us away from trying to start a family. They just adopt that fucking kid. Yeah. Uh, my dick doesn't work so well. <laughs> also, you only need one other kid. 
I yes, feel like dude, these like rich white people just scooping up kids. I'm glad it was a fucking murderous <laughs> little person. Well, here's the thing: they're they're sitting around like it's just the two of them, and they're like, and like Peter Sars goes, like, "Do you think we're ready for another kid?" I'm like, "Why don't you ask the kids you currently have?" Because clearly the boy is not into it. The boy is totally not into and it. And it's like that boy character is just used for like he's barely a character. He's used to be. He's like he's tormented later on by yeah. Esther, but like. You could just torment the torment torment the other kids. He's also just I a piece of it's, shit. It's just another character that I that's just padding the runtime that you don't need in the narrative, in my opinion. Also, Steve, parents don't ask the permission of children if they're going to add more children to the family. I think that's a reasonable thing, especially like everyone's talking. Like this kid's like, it's you got to have that conversation. Would you like a new little brother yeah. or sister that we're going to adopt mm-hmm. and actually? Because then what you get? Hey, it is, happened to me twice, Steve, and fucking no one consulted me about anything. Yeah, adoption? But, <laughs> no, but that yeah, I'm saying like the natural way. Sure, th- things happen, but like an oh, adoption, when you're, bu- when you're buying them wholesale, like at Costco. <laughs> yeah. Well, Steve, you got brothers and sisters. I was the last. I am the last one. <laughs> okay, so when they were. <laughs> When they were, did they consult the creation of you? No, I think. I mean, I'm sure people were consulted. There was there was some planning. Meeting. You think so? Like no. your parents sat down with Mark and was like, "What do you think of this, uh, this idea? Yeah, Should we pull no. the plug?" <laughs> <laughs> now others were consulted. You know, they got a PR guy on the team. Yeah, was, certainly. An executive producer was brought in. Uh-huh. The dogs so, had a, had their way in. So they go to CCH Pounder's orphanage. I love anytime CCH Pounder shows up, I'm in, I'm in a good mood. Yeah. Sure, she's awesome. She's great. I wish she was in more of this movie, but it is the thankless like the person who like oversees the child management or whatever. Like yeah. she will have later in the movie the fucking uh, ubiquitous uh, check in scene where she's murdered immediately the afterwards. W- the one who knows. Yeah, They're, she's got the info. They show up and she's like, "All right, now I, you Vera from I gotta lay down here. Um, uh, uh, Peter Sars gotta lay down here. We're gonna do a face off surgery." Whoa. Oh fuck! I watched the wrong movie. This is Morgan Freeman's. No, it's a similar kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah, I do. See she it. talks. A lot. It's like a, it's almost like Catherine Hepburn. She does. She does kind of sound like Catherine Hepburn. At first, I was like, "What is he doing?" But no, I think Steve is correct here. It's <laughs> all C.H. Pounder's pseudo mid Atlantic accent. C.C.H. Freeman got it. <laughs> Here's the thing that listen when you have an eerie kid movie and you're sure. not getting to the eerie kid part of the movie. You know what's really obnoxious in the way you try to make up for the fact that you're supposed to be putting on a horror movie? All of these useless jump scares. Via Farmiga almost gets into a car accident. Oh, like right. a truck drives by. That's a big scare. There's a scene where she's like taking medicine and she closes the medicine cabinet and it's ah, Peter Sarsgaard is right. And I'm like, stop with the jump scares. It is just too much because there's even moments of the film, like before we even get to the orphanage, where it's just like, uh, oh, here's the the young son Daniel, and he's got a porno mag in his treehouse. Oh, yes. right. Yeah. And he's looking at pornography, which they show. All, you know, it yeah. goes there, Steve. It does it go there. there. But uh, is this from 1998? <laughs> yeah, is this a period film? <laughs> Where true. did they get this perfect 10 magazine from? <laughs> that I, I'd rather watch that movie called oh. Perfect 10. <laughs> and it's about it, this little kid's horny journey. Trying to trying to get the magazine. Yeah. And one of the kids really z- dings him, too, because it's just like they're looking at it. And he's like, hey, look, this is cool, right? It's hot. And he's like, um, this, he's like, hey, man, this looks like your mom. He's like, fuck. 
My mom's Vera from Argus is really good looking. God damn it. <laughs> well, you're right, Rusty. And also before we go to the orphanage, they're like playing Guitar Hero or something. That's after. Oh, is yeah, it that, after? That's after. Yeah, that's a, at her but, like Okay, but like party. Peter Skarsgård doesn't give a fuck about his son because it's, no, yeah. it's like, oh, hey, Dad, look at this. Wow, cool. <laughs> oh, dude, it is the it's most sarcastic <laughs> shitty. Like, it is fucking good. Super though. awesome, buddy. And it escalates later though because he comes downstairs in another city. He's like, turn that shit off. <laughs> Fucking sick of hearing the same fucking twisted sister song over and over while you fuck it up. I'm sick and tired. You're not good enough for the blue for the blue button. Okay, <laughs> it's the easy ones only. Red, green, and yellow. Don't put you, blue or orange. You're nowhere near it. You've ruined Boston for me. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna say it. You've ruined them, dude. That game was a phenomenon. It absolutely it? was, mm-hmm. and that's why like this movie dates itself yes. so specifically because that was. It felt like an eternity, but it was a really short window of people caring about those games. I kind of appreciate all like the iPhone ones in this movie. Yes. Because it's just like, oh, wow, it's sort of like now, but not really. <laughs> they just went a bridge too far with that with the old pornography. Yes, like, exactly. You just had to have like a, a, a dial-up modem maybe still. <laughs> if you're going to go just a little later, guys. Do you think this movie should have been set in like 1999? Would that have helped things out? A make bit? a lot more sense. You can get some corn in there. Oh, oh sure. Oh, shit, definitely. Corn should have been on guitar here. Or Esther knows how to play corn on the piano. She's like, what do you mean you know how to play corn? <laughs> I've been teaching you and you've just been <laughs> been lying this entire time. So they're at this orphanage yeah. and there's, you know, looking through the kids and whatnot. And the thing is, much like with most uh retail situations, <laughs> stick to the front of the store, man. Because Peter Sarsgaard hears this little girl singing all the way up, and he's like, Oh, let me see what's in the back. Like, that's the discount merchandise. Yeah, that's where the yeah. deals are, Steve. What are you talking about? <laughs> Deals. That's where the deals come from. You're just gonna buy the first thing they give you, because <laughs> there's all these. That's the new stuff. That's as expensive as shit. I would love a scene of him haggling with the nun. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. I am not. But the thing is, also, like, there's not like. Here, here's the thing. Adopting a child makes you a good person. Absolutely. Of course, yes. Adopting an older child, which even CCH Powder like points out, makes you a great person. Sure. Mm-hmm. Adopting a girl who is already isolated and dresses like a nun in an, in her own right and is kind of creepy. And is singing a song made famous by Jimmy Durante. There's something up. Now <laughs> there's something up with this little orphan. Ha-cha-cha. Now you are showing off. Okay? Yes. And that is when you get into no, trouble. Well, when you no, show off. That's well, because they still spend too much on this kid <laughs> altogether because Did it's a talent. Did we see a bill? <laughs> Esther is a talented kid. Like she has she can paint and all that. You have to yeah. look for a dumbest shit kid <laughs> in the attic. That's where no. the real deals are. Well, that's where the de- you can mold them in your image. Yeah, yeah. Esther's already a solidified person, yeah. which is a big problem. Not a good thing. <laughs> Chris Gavin, the first person to bring a coupon book to an orphanage. <laughs> oh, you got the coupon for the orphans. <laughs> oh, oh man. Also, here's another thing. Like Super talented prodigies, like mm-hmm. once in a lifetime. Sure, right? The prodigy. So yeah, exactly. So here's the thing: he walks into this room. This painting that she's working on is incredible. Right there, it's one of two things: this is some eerie demon child, 
or it's a fucking adult that looks like a kid for some medical reason because kid artwork is garbage. Yeah, I don't. I I want to see the girl playing Candyland by yep, herself, yes. with a, the, scribbling with a fucking crayon, and it looks like shit. Dumb as shit. You guys are right. Dumb as shit <laughs> is what you're looking for. Because you look at that painting, you're just looking at a price point going up. Exactly. And now the ther- you know she's a little genius. There's going to be therapy oh, bills. God. She's probably got anxiety. Now I'm paying for her medicine. Special <laughs> schools to, to, to foster the talent is what you're going to have to pay for, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so CCH Pounder's like, oh, I've seen you. You've, you've noticed Esther. Why don't you take her out of here immediately? What do I need to do to take this kid off the lot today? She like gives them five hundred dollars. <laughs> like, yeah, just you buy her some new clothes. She looks like a fucking American girl doll in that shit. Look, she's a fixer upper. <laughs> is uh, what she is. <laughs> and uh, I'm, listen, I'm gonna include weather stripping, which I usually <laughs> overcharge for. <laughs> oh, we'll pay. We'll pay the water bill. You pay the heating bill. <laughs> Uh, but so she's like, oh, you know, she is, she's from Russia. Um, and she's like, you know, big this problem. <laughs> well, no. Turns out later we find out she's from Estonia, which is like a smaller, eviler Russia. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the movie tells you. Yeah. But no, she's like, oh, she's from Russia, and her previous family burned in a house fire, and she's the only survivor. Yep, and that, yeah, I'm going to stop you there. <laughs> yep, yep, uh, yep, you know, let's go back out to the main <laughs> the <floor>. showroom. <laughs> <laughs> Can I test drive one? Maybe take one home for a That's day. all I need to know, man. I, first of all, I don't trust anyone, adult or child, who is the sole survivor of a house fire. No. Never yeah. trust a sole survivor of anything. Are you kidding me? Because mm-hmm. they're either in on it or, like, oddly cursed for some other reason. Yeah, I mean, we were doing cocaine down there, and, you know, I went down to the corner store. The fire was on, and I just didn't, didn't know. I didn't think. <laughs> oh my god, she was the one that made it out of Manchester by the sea. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't Michelle Williams, it was her. But yeah, I, I mean yeah, I agree. Stop you right there. And yeah, she's like, oh, she's this house fire, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and she's the other weird thing is she's got these ribbons on all the time. And the only trouble we've really ever had, which which comes to be proven to be a lie later on, by the way, because they said that she was in all sorts of trouble. Like CCH Pounder is lying here. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah she's she's really claiming that she, this girl's got like a spotless record. Yeah, and she's like, oh, and then, you know, the only thing is like whenever we try to take the ribbons off, she gets a little cranky. It's like, no, she gets psychotic is what she gets. It's a little you need to tell- Also, you're telling me you never washed under those ribbons? Exactly. Buddy, that's yeah. that what the smell is? Okay. I mean, we, we've already said that it turns out that this kid is an older person with yes. a medical that's condition. That's a spoiler, yeah. She's 33, 33 years old. Years. So yeah. we find out that the uh, it, the there's scars under those ribbons. Yes. Right. That Because she... Because they strapped her in a straight jacket and she would pull it so hard that it scarred her. Okay. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> fucking twisted, dude. Great maybe. facility, dude. Like, you see someone doing that, maybe there's another way to like put this person, you know, strap this person down or whatever a, you're trying to she do. She went to Estonian Arkham, it seems. Yep. So it's a yeah. little different. <laughs> we get a, a look at it. It looks, I mean, it looks like where you like keep your ski equipment. Like it, it, it's not a great place. No. Where, where the hell do you keep your ski equipment? Like in like a garage, I imagine. All right. Now like, everybody stop for a second and picture Chris Cavins ski. <laughs> there have, it is. You'd have to go back many a year. <laughs> But it I, was very funny. I feel like I would break both my legs immediately. If I put on just, skis at all. Split you down the middle? Yeah, no, just break them both. Just yeah. both. Steve would somehow just do a bone tomahawk on himself. 
<laughs> just torn in half. <laughs> I grew up between two ski resorts, and I never went skiing. I've only been cross-country skiing. I kind of want to do that. It seems relaxing. Yeah, I mean, I was younger. It was on, like, a golf course in the winter upstate. Like, it was fine. I, I tried yeah. downhill. It took me two hours to get down that hill because I kept on crashing. <laughs> See, <laughs> like, constantly. Skiing, every great. time. I played that uh, that Windows video game with where no matter oh. how good you do, the abominable snowman comes and oh, eats you. I yeah, did you that. hate that? It's just, it's like, I'm doing okay here, game. Let me continue enjoying this. Well, to be, but that is true of skiing. You can get eaten by abominable snowman. Yeah, that's true. true. That shit happens all all the time. So they bring this kid home. Uh, she's in the car, like, practicing sign language to meet the sister. Mm-hmm. There's a nice little sign language greeting. The older brother, like, hates her immediately. Like, that's the whole thing. Exactly. That's why you fucking ask. That's why you talk <laughs> about it. <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't. But, because here's the thing. And I, I understand, like, you shouldn't get a full vote. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I understand <laughs> that. But, I mean, it should be brought to committee and also, like, taken into consideration like, Oh, he's gonna make her life a living. Fu- a, we've got a shitty son. Vera Farmiga and Peter Sellers. Well, you know he's going through a little shit phase right now. Yeah, yeah acknowledge that your kid sucks. Well, I mean, part of the problem is like you're adopting a girl that's like his same age or yeah, possibly even older. Be. Right. Yeah. So it's like your son. Like he needs to still feel like an alpha or whatever. Yeah. So you need yeah. to get a younger girl or yeah, whatever. like exactly. I agree. I don't with know. That. It's it seems a bit too much, especially if the kid's resistant. So yeah, he hates her. This is the Guitar Hero scene, and like they're giving her all these presents. Oh, they give her, what is it? Oh, like an easel, because yeah. she likes painting. And there is a, a grandmother who kind of comes to nothing, but just keeps popping in. Dude, it's hilarious, though. I believe it's supposed to be she is Peter Sarsgaard's mother. Yes. Oh, yeah. This scene, because like this is... Like he sort of yells at the kid, the son, and this is where he goes out, and the the buddies are looking at the porno yeah. in the treehouse and whatever. Um, and so Vera, Vera Farmiga is watching the the younger girls, uh, the younger daughter, and then this Esther outside playing, and she's like, "Oh, look at her playing by the pond! Like nothing happened." Yeah. By the way, this movie, the establishing shot of this house, like it starts with like thin looking ice in the foreground, yeah. and I'm like, "Well, someone's going through that by the end of this movie." <sighs> Yeah. We need to talk about the house. The house is incredible and yep. insane. Yep. Yeah. And the inside, though, looks like it's unfinished. Yeah. It just looks like there's a bunch of, like, <laughs> bare wood. You know, I think Frank Lloyd Wrong <laughs> did this house. Oh, man. How long have you been sitting on that? Christ. I just thought of it. Nice. I'm a genius. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's all this open plan shit and like this and like a lot of like awkward angles and like sloped glass roofs. It's perfect such. murder house. It looks great. Do they I, would, I would live there. Oh, of course I would live yeah. there. Do they, they own, also appear to have no neighbors, by the way. Just saying. Well, do they own nice. all the land around it? Like Ex I Machina? Think so, of course. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Red, I don't think it's that much property. <laughs> it's a lot of property it's around the middle it. of the rainforest. <laughs> Peter Skarsgård, instead of Ex Machina, he's making Making RoboCops in the basement. <laughs> now, uh, what, you, what all I have to do is put the telephone up his eyeball socket, <laughs> and that will make him a RoboCop. He's a RoboCop, honey. But she says this to the mother-in-law, and then this woman 
I don't know what I don't remember what it is she says, but she it's like incredibly fucking shitty. And this woman walks out of the room like not breaking eye contact with Vera Farmiga. It is hysterical. Well, oh, oh, it's something about like it's a religious um, thing, isn't it? No, because she's like oh, oh with the booze. Yeah, so it's like oh, it's like um you know that everyone needs their moment of clarity, and like Vera oh, Farmiga's yeah. like, well, I don't. I didn't because I'm not an AA. I didn't do AA to get get sober. She's very much also this movie I think is a little anti AA because she's <laughs> like that's a fucking AA term. So, I didn't go to that bullshit. Steve, orphan super fan. What is the exact <laughs> backstory here? Now she was drunk and passed out when Max, the daughter, was almost drowned in the pool, yes. and P- Peter Sarsgaard saved, saved her? the day. Yes. Yeah. Came in. It's not how the other ch- she she lost a child in childbirth. Yeah, as she well. lost a child in childbirth. I think because of that, she started drinking really heavily. Yes, in that time, she got wasted and like was supposed to be watching the kids, and right. they fell in the middle of this fucking. Also, like put up a fence at that point. But if it's they- also like if your kid can't fucking get around a <laughs> pond, maybe maybe this is just Darwinism. Now- Natural selection, yeah, dude. Exactly. Actually, though, I thought the movie was I grew sort of... up with a cliff in my backyard. I was gonna say I would love you as a cop, and like a, a dead kid come pulls out of the pond. Well, I mean, honestly, the best thing for him, really, right? <laughs> I mean, sink or swim. You know, I thought the movie was saying that it was the falling in the water and almost drowning that also made her deaf. I don't know if that's it's, it, it's it, not because yeah. she does clarify later. She's born that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. um Oh, also, kind of around here, because it is wintertime, i got to talk about this. There is some bad CGI snow throughout this movie. Yes, there is. Yeah, yeah. Good grief. And some bad CGI breath as well, I believe. Sure. That's never looked right, though. No, it's never. We still haven't cracked that code. <laughs> we have not. Uh, right around here, one of the, again, in this movie, I'm like, I am here for the weird kid and nothing else. It's like Vera Farmiga, like, feeling great. It's been a great day of, like, Esther fit in, and everybody had a great time, blah, blah, blah. The mother-in-law was only, like, mildly shitty, whatever. So she gets all horned up, and she goes in bed yes. and climbs in from, like, the foot of the bed under the sheets and just starts fucking sucking Sarsgaard's cock. And, like, Esther has, like, a blowjob alarm in her head. She, like, sits up Im- immediately. Yes. What is that supposed to be? And I guess that this is... A- part of the movie where you don't know if it's supernatural or what. But <laughs> wait, like, wait, wait. The blowjob alarm. <laughs> oh, dude, well, speaking of supernatural blowjobs, <laughs> that's an old Ghostbusters gag. <laughs> I, oh, my blowjob alarm's going off. Esther, <laughs> <laughs> wake up. <laughs> let it be. Oh, let it be. But it's kind of weird because like she starts blowing him and Peter Sarsgaard's like laughing. Yeah, and I'm like, that, dude, you know what you don't do? Don't laugh during a blowjob. That's, I think he can, she can hear him yeah. being well, like, he, He's receiving the loudest blowjob in the world. But it's not from the sucking. (laughs) It's from him laughing and getting blown. Well, you don't know that. There could have been a brass band down there. (laughs) What? I don't know. Like a fucking... I thought you meant like a cock ring. No. <laughs> you meant like literally an actual wait, wait, a whole band is under the sheets with yep, her, yes. and it, the trombones like hitting his nose. Well, the music she's making, I'm saying, could oh. be just as loud. I feel like as a parent, you have a conversation like when you can have sex, when you can have. When sex. are we sucking, and when are we? When are you like- saying we should bring the kids in at a committee? Now, uh, should, <laughs> yeah, should Dad yes, get a back- blowjob tonight? Could we vote but, on? But this? also, you have like quiet sex. Yeah. Oh, shit. This is amazing. Or put on the radio yeah, or something. Exactly. Or sure. Or 
I don't know. Anything. But Anything but laughing. Pipe up the Serge Gainsbourg and do whatever you want. You know what I mean? <laughs> and also maybe, I don't know, lock the bedroom door. <laughs> Great yeah. call. You idiots. <laughs> These are two of the worst parents cinema has ever seen. So the, uh, Esther comes like, oh, no, we are afraid of the lightning. And and she's like, I want to sleep next to daddy. And he's like, uh, no. Not right now. I sort of was remembering like what the twist was of this movie. Yeah. And it, when she says that, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This movie's going to get weird, probably. And he makes a thing, too, where he's like, uh, just just a second. <laughs> like, yeah. he's still laughing, like, don't want my uh, adopted daughter to see my erection. Let me, let me think about severed heads of dogs now. Hold <laughs> on. <laughs> wow. Things got to go down quick. Oh, fuck, it's going back up. What's wrong with me? <laughs> Well, after Suicide Lake, I guess. <laughs> oh, so she fuck. the next day she's going to school, and Esther, as we kind of talked about, she wears these ribbons, but she also wears this like really like old school style. I don't. She looks know. like an American Girl doll. She does, and like, Pollyanna or something. She looks like she's like from eighteen ninety. Yes. Yeah. And Vera Farmiga is <laughs> like, now, don't you want to try those jeans I bought you? And she's like. But you don't like the way I dress. And she's like, well, no. And she's like, do you think the children will make fun of me? And I'm like, yes, obviously. <laughs> what, but do she... you think I look like a character from Meet Me in St. Louis? <laughs> she also says in my like, but it wasn't it you who told me that being different was okay? Like, yeah, it is. Cracker like... Jack? <laughs> it's kind of great because Farmiga's reaction to that is like, huh, you're right, little girl. Nice head fake. <laughs> it was... You know, uh, we, we don't do want to do. We do want to be different, but we also don't want to paint targets on our backs. You know, you've nope. already yeah. got, you got the ribbons. I'm giving you the ribbons. You got the accent. That's going to be. <laughs> this is middle school, sweetheart. It's these tough. kids are going to oh, no. eat you alive. No, exactly. I, that's the thing. It's tough because as a parent, you just want to be like, look, these kids are going to kick the shit out I, of you. I say go the entire other way. No, honey, it's great that you look like Charlie Chaplin's first wife. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. It's a but great look. About the same age, too. I mean, and it's just like she knows what's going to happen. Why, like, why doesn't she just keep her head down and mm. not make waves? She gets to school, and immediately one girl says she looks like, like, like oh, she, sa- she says actually like, uh, hey, uh, uh, little Bo Peep wants her dress back, babe. <laughs> is, that wor- is that working for anybody here? Uh, coming up next, we've got the yeah, yeah, yes. Our middle school Dennis Miller. <laughs> oh, man, Lil Miller. Anyone, does anyone have an esoteric word for boogers? This would help me out. Yeah, this uh, this here is Rob. He just uh, goes around with me and plays a tape of uh, Everybody Wants to Rule the World. <laughs> Whenever I enter a room, he plays. It's great. Uh, next to me on the other side of Rob is uh, Carol. She just uh, walks around following me everywhere with large blow-up black and white photos of things from the newspaper. <laughs> I make comments on them from time oh, to time. Oh, jeez, babe. Uh, uh, Charlie got fat over the Christmas break. His chair is buckling worse than Neville Chamberlain is all I'm saying, babe. Speaking of little uh, little Bo Peep, did you take a peep at uh, Monica Lewinsky's dress? It's been all over the news. This kid's weird. So did you hear that uh, Principal Smith uh, is dating, dating uh, <laughs> Mrs. Uh, Johnson over there? Thank God they're not in the White House, huh? <laughs> Woo! Some kids loving it in the back. That kid's great. It's all the kids who write for the school paper. They love it. <laughs> 
Uh, so, you know, day, day of school sucks. Uh, Vera Farmiga yells at the kids for playing on the ice for yes. a quick second. Uh, well, no, because Christopher Walken comes in and he's like, oh. the ice is gonna break! Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then he shakes Esther's hands and uh, realizes she's gonna be a terrible president. <laughs> Actually, I mean, this is a great idea. We should be dead zoning all or oh. uh, orphans. <laughs> and, I mean, this... I'm, there's good orphans, I know. <laughs> there's but, plenty but, of but we need Christ- movie orphans. <laughs> yes. We need I mean, Christ- even that, listen. Yeah. Movie orphans, mm-hmm. it's tough, man. Even that fucking little Annie, she was a troublemaker. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I mean, you know, Christopher, should have left her. Christopher Walken touched her. He could have seen all that musical shit coming a mile away. <laughs> the song is going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> she has to be stopped. <laughs> It's all fucking mental about it. It's fucking little redhead orphan Annie and Martin Sheen about to turn the <laughs> keys on launching nukes. <laughs> there is nothing funnier than that. The end of the dead zone when Martin Sheen uses a child as a human shield. Oh, oh man, oh. it is such a special moment I in mean, cinema it history. Kinda, it predicted the Trump presidency. It I'll say, it I'll say it. Did. I have the courage to say it. <laughs> but I will also say that last year at the Burns Halloween Marathon, I played that movie mm. for like it was like a 35th anniversary, I think. And I was sitting in the theater because I wanted to see the end scene. And I'm in there and I'm kind of off to the side so no one can see me. But boy, did I laugh hard when that. And I was like, oh, shut up. You're not at home watching this. It's a great movie. It is a great movie. Um, yeah. So she's like, you know, we, we don't we don't play on the ice. We know this. Uh, the By the way, the tree house we should talk about. It's a movie tree house. I hate it. It's 90 feet in the air. I don't know what. It's like it's like three stories high. Yeah. And it's also like way too far away from the house. Also, I say whenever like even whether it's a child of your own that starts acting eerie or yeah. if yeah. it's an orphan that's acting eerie, the minute the eeriness starts, you got to get rid of that fucking tree house. Yep, because, because that's you, the whole have base. Have you seen Hereditary? <laughs> have you seen it? This is the perfect example. You got to get rid of them. Like, this, this shit always happens. And this one, too, is also cursed. Wasn't there a tree house in The Good Son? There is a tree house. Cursed in the good one, too. I think a kid almost died in that one. The Simpsons, Bardo almost always dies in that thing. <laughs> they named off. The horror, the yearly horror thing is named after the treehouse. That's true. That's true. Cursed. All of them. Homer, it's getting pretty bad out there. Can you check on the kids? (laughs) They're fine. Although, isn't it a treehouse that helps defeat stupid and Ernest scared stupid? Mm. He does have the high ground. He has the high ground. Was the demon named stupid? No, he was just scared 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 stupid. stupid. (laughs) This came up on our episode because for years before seeing the movie, I thought that stupid was the name of the monster. That's what I thought, too. What's the name of the monster? I think it's just the Oogie Boogie or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> the little kid's got a paintball gun. Just, <sighs> Fuck this scene. He's firing a. He's firing it off. He's, he's having a fun time. This he, kid is way too young for solo paintball. I think I, paintball in general. This kid is fucking way too young. He's like ten, maybe, maybe eleven. No, no. Probably like thirty-five. <laughs> Also, super dating itself. I think the paintball wave has crested. Well, the paintball thing, this weird thing that came up in trivia, 
not only are they obsessed with telling me what the fucking make and model of every goddamn gun that's ever been used <laughs> in that fucking God. site is, they now have the paintball gun make and model on I there. Mean, what are we doing? Who, 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 who are you, know, you talking about? If you're typing that in IMDb, just put it in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Fucking paint the back wall of your throat. Eat some paint. Yeah. Eat some paint, <laughs> So he's like, he's he's obviously getting off his frustrations. He's like shooting all his little action figures. Yeah. And then a pigeon lands. Right. And the pigeon's like, do it. Do it. You I don't have the fucking you. guts. Dare you to fucking shoot me. You're small. I'm above you. You fucking shoot one pigeon tomorrow. A thousand more to send on your home. I I can fly. What the fuck can you do? Dude, this pigeon's quickly becoming my favorite character. Until. I'm on Esther's side. Yeah, that's right. Oh, shit. oh well. She's she's not on it, on this pigeon side. Uh, he shoots it because he, he gets tempted. He shoots it, and then he's like, "Oh no, it hurt the pigeon!" I can't believe it hurt <sighs> Classic the fucking gun nut shit, dude. Like it's exactly. all fun until yeah. it gets real, and then fuck you, little kid. So this pigeon like drops down, and the poor thing, man. I'm like. All right, little kid. Now I hope you go fucking ice skating on that slush that's out there. <laughs> um, and Esther comes and is like, what you do to the pigeon? And he's like, oh, uh, I didn't think anything was going to happen. She picks up this brick and she's like, finish it. It suffers. <laughs> she's like, if you don't finish it, put it out of misery. It's going to starve. No, no, no. Pigeon, you're going to be okay. <laughs> you're going to be okay, Pigeon. You're He's doing CPR with his index finger. Are you a Pigeon doctor? <laughs> Give me my little black birdseed box. <laughs> <laughs> But then she takes the brick and smashes it because he won't. Oh, dude. And she's like, don't worry. It's in heaven now. <laughs> dude, <laughs> this thing pops like a grape. It's amazing. I think it was like a, like a they put a water balloon yeah. filled with red paint and then like sewed a pigeon puppet around it. Because it just explodes. It's very funny. Oh, man. If that was Gallagher's new thing, it's like, that's it. We're moving on to pigeons. <laughs> dude, do you think he did that? Like he put... In 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 an alternate timeline somewhere, like back in like the nineteen eighties, Gallagher played Madison Square Garden to mm-hmm. a sellout crowd. He sure, was like, you know what? This city's got a lot of a bunch of pigeons around here. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna help you clean up the streets, Splat. <laughs> oh my god! Then he keeps upping the ante. He's like, here's some frogs, Splat, and I, some rats. I went to. <laughs> I went to Times Square and I got a couple homeless people. Get up here, homeless people. Curse <laughs> no. There's a guy dressed as Mickey Mouse. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, we went to the Madison Square Garden Gallagher show. It was two hours of him killing rats with a hammer. <laughs> Uh, also pigeons, some frogs. By police. So there was no other bits. I gotta be honest. Oh my god, Gallagher is escalating. (laughs) (laughs) He's no longer butchering innocent fruit. (laughs) He's just fucking doing a tour of cults, and he's like doing it to kids in front of them. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Uh, so it's tub time. Mm -hmm. Yes, there's taking a bath. And she's like, she locks the door. Vera for Michael's like, hey, we don't lock doors in this house. And she's like, but what? I got need the privacy. And she's like, all right, I'll let you do it this one time. She uses the excuse to sort of go into her room to do a little bit of light snooping. Just a little bit. Mm. Um, and she looks at these dresses, and I'm thinking, I'm with Formiga here, man. Like, this is, this is all dry clean only shit, dude. That's, <laughs> that's why you get these kids jeans and cheap shirts. A load of laundry will be done. She even says earlier in the movie, she's like, 
Don't you want to put on that pair of jeans I bought you? No? All right. Nothing. Do you want anything with the brats with the Z uh, <laughs> girls on them? It's 2009. You yeah, might. Might want it. <sighs> Nothing but delicates, huh? All right. Okay. All right. Guess I got to send out for Esther's fucking clothes now. <laughs> She's going to wear it every day. Oh, God. The Where's stupid, the wine? The stupid... Um, Thing that like sets the clock for the snooping is she's like, look, let me lock the door, and then <laughs> I promise, just like in the orphanage, I will sing songs so you know I'm not drowned in tub. Yeah, and she's like singing the Jimmy Durante song again. <laughs> I, I, I sing Chattanooga Choo Choo for you <laughs> while you uh, while you hover. And she finds a uh, Vera Farmiga does this uh, Bible. With a photograph of a man in it. A grown-ass man. It's true. Well, she... Mystery. I don't know. know. She's a Gen Xer. She's born in 1976. She should be singing, like, (laughs) I don't know, like a a Pearl Jam, possibly. (laughs) There's a photo of Eddie Vedder in her Bible. (laughs) I will sing Jeremy's Spoken. Favorite song. Uh, You know, I was snooping through Esther's Bible, (laughs) and the only thing that fell out was a CD copy of the single soundtrack. (laughs) I don't know something. Something is wrong with Esther. No little girl should be into grunge music. I love Soundgarden. <laughs> uh, so it's like cut to the very next day. She's in school. She's getting bullied once again. Mm. Uh, and it's this girl that comes. This is the little Bo this Peep pig girl. child. Yeah. I don't know. This man. girl is just a little piece this, of shit. Is this over the Bible now? Yeah. Like, oh, like Jesus, Jesus freak. freak. Yeah. And then I don't know what's going on with this, though. This Bible explodes she, in this hallway. Well, she's getting it from both ends, by yeah. the way. Oh, she's that's getting a, it from uh, Danny, her brother, quote yeah. unquote, yeah. Uh, and pig child, Brenda. <laughs> um <laughs> Cause she's like, oh, he's like, you're not my sister, you suck anyway, right? And, he, yeah. and she, mm-hmm. she falls over, and he's like, Ugh, loser. And then her Bible falls over the place. But like these she, pages are like George Costanza's wallet. It, there's, <laughs> there's paper flying. It's like fucking Brazil. I expected her to disappear. What a dumb effect. Just let it fall on the Ro- floor. Robert De Niro just comes out. And says, we gotta get you out of here, kid. <laughs> gotta get you back to Estonia. Exactly. So now I, in in night outfit, I fight the big thing. I have wing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we get a we get a freak out here though. We get to see what happens yes. when you try to touch these ribbons because she's trying to pick up all the papers to the Bible, and this other girl's like, "Oh, what's that? Your collar, doggy?" and yeah. like touches it. And it's a really dumb shot of this girl screaming like she's fucking uh, Banshee from X-Men. Yeah. Or something. yeah. I thought, you know, glass was going to break. Cars were going to explode. Do we not? Did I just imagine this? Do we not see like a, a just oh, shit, ever so slight briefest sound wave? Uh, no, we no. did not see a sound wave. <laughs> because, well, because the camera does kind <laughs> of like a it might like do a distortion, like in and out yeah. kind of like, like vibration m- sort of thing. Something you would have seen in a Marilyn Manson video. <laughs> yeah, you're. Yeah, okay. I can, do you like? Yeah. Maybe it's a thing that like you know people that the have this. <laughs> I love Marilyn Manson. That's a great video. It is. Anyway, I, I also like the Dope Show. It is a very good video. We are all stars now in the Dope Show. <laughs> da, oh da, Dope Show, da. <laughs> That's someone uh, trying to give Marilyn Manson directions in Moscow. <laughs> da, da, Dope Show, da. <laughs> Boy, when, when in Moscow, look up the Dope Show for a good time. <laughs> 
Um, no, like maybe it's a medical condition, you know, like this, yeah. this, this whole uh, condition she has of where she looks like a child, even though she's yeah. growing older. I need to rewatch the tin drum to see <laughs> yeah. if that kid has any sound waves. That kid's a screamer. That's right. Yeah, he yeah, can yeah, break glass. So. He does. He goes, ah! Maybe it's a thing. That oh, uh, yes. The, the what does the doctor call it? Proportional dwarfism. Yes. It's like oh, all these all these people afflicted with proportional dwarfism can also scream and shatter glass. <laughs> you know, I I Professor X like to call them mutants, and I want to put them in a special school. No, they're just people with a condition. No, they're mutants. <laughs> oh, all of these mutants come to my house. It's like, I don't know. That, that guy just—he's got nine fingers. Sounds like a mutant to me. Yes, the X Men. How about X people? X Men. <laughs> Professor Xavier, give me my child back. He's just dyslexic. <laughs> no, no, mutant. <laughs> and I'll call this one. No, your name's not Esther. You're orphan. <laughs> your special name. You're X Men. That's right. And you with dyslexia will call you Jumbo. <laughs> 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 Colorblind will call you grayscale. <laughs> well, no, I'm just, I, I literally, it's not even like that bad. It's just I have problems with reds and greens. No, no, special mutant school for you. <laughs> Check out this mutant we got. It's a real interesting one. Okay, he's got all bad grades, so I call him F. <laughs> That's it. He's a mutant. <laughs> he's an F man. <laughs> <laughs> Orphan, uh, F-men, assemble. <laughs> uh, folks, uh, Orphan, F-men, I have some terrible news. On our last mission to space, Jumble was killed. <laughs> <laughs> Why was I just sending small children into space? I thought your powers could help you, but it seems like they're just actually just inconveniences in your day-to-day -day life. Yes, that we at the X-Men found out that there was something something going on at the World Trade Center, and we dispatched Orphan and F-Men. And it didn't... I don't know what happened. I haven't seen that. I'd like you to meet your new leader, uh, the kid from Wonder. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, that was another movie I watched someone watch on a plane. That's and that was bad. more than enough. Yeah. What is Wonder. Uh, uh, it's, it's the Jacob Tremblay, Julia Roberts movie where he plays a kid that has a physical face thing. Well, that kid... Owen Wilson is the dad. Yes. Tremblay. Oh, Julia Roberts is the mom, I want yes. to say. He's yeah. a mutant, for sure. <laughs> that kid, I think, is serious, uh, secretly 35 years old. I think so, yeah. <laughs> I'll call you orphan number two. <laughs> and he can break a car over his head. Uh, Ooh, O2 instead of X2. I like it. Um, so we have, and then this is another, it's a scene where like you could not have it and it would be fine, except it does kind of pay off later. There's a scene where they have this, like, it's the dead of winter. They have this gorgeous greenhouse and she's in the greenhouse. Yeah. Uh, uh, Esther is, um, with, with Vera Farmiga, whose name is Kate. Yes. Um, and Kate is saying, you know, oh yeah, you know. This is a little plaque we have to our our daughter. She was, uh, you know, stillborn or whatever, and yeah. uh, we keep her ashes in here. And this this plant grew, and you know, so long as these flowers are here, it's like a part of her is still with us. If you were looking to emotionally terrorize me, <laughs> this would be a very important thing to know. This is all she's letting exactly. her know. <laughs> she also is like, oh, me? here. I think she has a problem. Oh, um, when she sees them, oh, later on, I think it's maybe the same night. 
everything's going so well. This is when we start fucking in the kitchen. This is it's the yes. very next scene because my notes are kitchen makeout. Very next line, kitchen fucking. It's like seven forty five at night. The kids are maybe in bed. Or Seinfeld maybe- reruns are still playing. <laughs> it's like maybe playing video games somewhere else. And like they're yeah, they're you're like, right. Cl- it's the, it's the not clean- too late for the Guitar Hero. Prime time lineup hasn't started yet. That's <laughs> they, for sure. They're cleaning up from dinner, and right. like they're next to the, they bump up to each other. Uh, Sarsgaard and Formiga bump up against each other in the kitchen, mm-hmm. and it's like, hey, yeah. and they start making out. And it's like, all right, that's a little something. They, they make some dinner for their generals. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're fucking what a disgusting <laughs> way to put yeah. that. Because it's like, hey, baby, are your genitals hungry? Because <laughs> mine are starving. <laughs> Hungry for dinner. Oh my god. Stop it. Um, so yeah, it's like they're making out, making out, making out. And then the next thing you know, she is bent over the counter and they are fucking. They both take their shirts off yep. too. It's like you need if you're doing yeah. first of all, you can't do this in a house with three grown walking around on their own well, children. And to, two walls, apparently. Well, to be fair, this house is humongous. This is a castle. It is. So there It's are, a castle with an open floor plan, my yeah, friend. that's true. You can see this kitchen from all sorts of angles. Go into one of the guest bedrooms or the second solarium yeah. and fuck there. <laughs> You'd think they'd have a sex room with how big this house is. Sure. And a door that locks. But like if you're Well so it fucking- was, but that was Esther's bedroom. They, they turned it <laughs> Ah damn it. We I, certainly can't fuck in our own bedroom. I can smell it in the room. <laughs> oh. You must have hid the fun. And Esther comes down and sees and I mean like, yeah, they're we're thrusting, we're making yeah. noises. Dude, there's like there's like, you know, like Sound yes. effects happening, and I was let me tell you, I was laughing. <laughs> you know, assert your dominance, just both of you stare at Esther and keep fucking. And be like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, what? Go to your fucking room. <laughs> Do you need something, yeah. Missy? Yeah. Listen, welcome to the family. We love each other. We love each other here. Okay. Oh. I mean, set, setting those boundaries mm-hmm. by screaming at this child maybe is the thing that this kid craves discipline. So she, Formiga's like, listen, what you saw last night, sometimes mommy's daddy's love is it. They fuck. And she's like, <laughs> what? And I said, I know. They fuck. <laughs> Are you deaf? <laughs> and she's like freaking out. Sorry, it's good. She's like, I don't know. There's something wrong. Um, it's not even that she said the word. She knew what it meant. She said it perfectly. And I was like, I don't know. Kids pick that shit up. Kids know how to use that shit immediately. She's in fucking middle school. The funniest thing I've ever seen, my seven-year-old nephew, uh, we were just talking to him in one room, and then his mother was like, she called him from the other room, like, you know, there's something wrong here, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, fuck. Like, the way he said fuck. <laughs> it's like just the tiniest little kid. He's like, oh, fuck. Kid swearing is hilarious. It's amazing. Always will be. You want to ever explain how Good Boys did as well as it did? That's the that's the whole reason. Yeah, it's like two hours of that joke. Wow. Speaking of Jacob Tremblay, I yes. forgot that even happened. So yeah. did you see most it, Chris of the Cameron? movie? I did, world. and it made a lot of that fucking thing made money. Did you like it, Chris? Cameron? I did not. Okay, because <laughs> that, as I said, at a two-hour movie is not good. That as a five-minute experience. <laughs> okay, is great. picture this. Uh-huh. Instead of the good boys, but they're 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 small thirty-year-old Russians. They should definitely be should definitely be smoking more. Yeah. They're playing fucking cards. They're all like sleeve tattoos. <laughs> We're Russian mafia. 
Um, or oh man, Eastern Promises, but with all little kids. Yes, right. I'd watch that. Except yeah. for that fucking steam room. Scene, well, you'd have though. to blur all that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> then you go to jail. Maybe it's at a pool and everyone's yeah, they're, they're, oh, everyone's oh, got bathing suits. It's a pool on. party. Yeah, a birthday oh, party. Larry oh. Clark's Eastern Promises. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Yikes! Uh, also, by the way, this this scene here uh, it shows you immediately the kind of parent that Vera Farmiga's character is because it's like. This poor little Esther has one transgression, and, and fucking Vera Farmiga is like, you know what? We need to get her to see the shrink immediately. And Peter Sarsgaard is like, what? what? Really? Because she said, fuck. Come We're, on. We, I got to fucking pay this copay now? <laughs> also, she, she said, fuck. Well, also, she saw your dick there, Pete. Yeah, exactly. How about that shit? <laughs> That's the thing. She saw thrusting. You know mm. what I mean? During the thrusting and like the reveal that Esther's watching them, there is a definite jump scare there. Yeah, and so, I'm yeah. like, again, you can't have a jump scare when there's also thrusting in the same frame. I don't know. Like, I, I think you know, I'm, some people are afraid of planes. I'm afraid of little girls and fucking American girl dolls watching me fuck. <laughs> Or I'm still watching you do anything. Yeah, still playing. Yeah. I'm still playing. <laughs> um, so the next scene is the park. At the park, there's this woman that's like openly like fucking hitting on Peter Sarsgaard. Like he's fucking, I don't know, Dean Martin. I could smell it through the television, the She's horniness. Like, Why don't you uh, come over my house and uh, move a chair with me? <laughs> Look, sh- they've already fucked. Yes, I, 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 I am a hundred percent. They've fucked already. You do not come up to somebody that you are trying to fuck for the first time and just put out all the fucking signals like that. Why not? I don't think if I don't that's believe what it. you're looking for, and that's there all you want fami- is that instant gratification. You will say something you, as dumb and obvious as move a chair. I, I don't well, know. I think it's a familiarity. There's a familiarity mm, to the discussion. Do you think the first time she hit on him, it was like, "Do you want to come over and have dinner uh, for our generals?" <laughs> <laughs> Esther sees that. And and then she sees her nemesis, her schoolyard bully in this like, oh, little, right. this little bouncy house. She goes up there. We got another kind of jump scary kind Bou- of area. They're in a bouncy house? Not a bouncy house. What do you call that? It's like a, a slide. It's a, a wooden uh, Oh, yeah, like the wooden ground. castle playground. Yeah. 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 So we had one of those in my grade school. Me Someone too. burned it to the ground. Really? Oh, shit, dude. Yeah, the dude. orphan showed up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, so she shoves this girl out of the house. And like she hits the slide wrong, and this leg goes Ooh. crooked. It's yeah. crazy. And, and it, also, I like figure out what you're doing here, movie, because this effect is really great. Like her one leg hits the slide, and it's like a. <laughs> but then later, we're told she just like broke her ankle. No, no, no fucking no, no. way, yeah. dude. That's a compound fracture. <laughs> I mean, because like in that, that's when the, the the second the the pigeon is one thing. The little girl out of the house, and I'm like. Okay, this movie might be for me because this is we're really doing yeah. stuff. And finally, though, I mean, this is like an hour into the movie. It is, and this is when like we're sitting down to dinner, and like Esther starts like saying grace to herself, and everyone's like, "What the fuck?" And I mean, like this has to be like the tenth time this has happened. Like this girl has been in the house for a while, right? Now. Yeah, it's not dinner one. So she does that, and the the boy is like, "Why is she such a fucking freak or whatever?" And he's like yeah. freaking out, freaking out. He's calling her the R word a bunch. Yeah. Also, like he says, "fuck" like that, and Vera Farmiga is not immediately like, "Well, now he's got to go see Margot Martindale too." <laughs> uh, and you know, uh, on the sort of the other little girl, uh, the, the the daughter sees Max, it, yeah. Max, yeah, Max yeah. and like she basically is like, "Don't say anything, or they'll take me away." <laughs> 
Oh, right. And yeah. so, like, they're in on it together. But, like, what has she given this kid? Like, a Werther's? Like, what the... <laughs> it's, I mean, the, they're inseparable, even during the whole pigeon smash gate thing. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking little girl's not telling on her. It, 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 they're, like, inseparable, and it's kind of like, why? Well, yeah, she's, like, excited. Because like, she's, like, excited to yeah. have a sister. Sure, but, like, at the same point, like, mm, tell your mom something. I, mm. Yeah, I mean, yes, but, like, I think it, the movie is saying, like... She's excited to have a sister. Esther uh, endears herself to the girl by learning the sign language yes. reading. And so there's stuff. And maybe Max, is, you know, Eric, Max isn't an arc, okay? Yes, I, I learned I learned the sign language in army in Russia. <laughs> also, she learned it in the war in Kosovo. She's smoking a cigarette. <laughs> she's been fucking living with Danny, who is a piece of shit, top yeah. to bottom. He is. A piece I would of take shit. Esther's side on this one. I too. guess that's fair, but. I mean, that's the thing is, D- Danny doesn't need to be in the movie. No, no definitely not. You could you could put these characters together. Esther's out here breaking the legs of pig monsters, <laughs> it, and wait. like Danny is just like <laughs> okay, Br- Brenda seems like a totally fine young lady. Look at, look at Alec needs... Baldwin over here, <laughs> no, pig monster. That's right. Also, I, I if I'm this Super. other family, I'd be suing the shit out of this family. I'm Absolutely. living in this big house. We're fucking swapping houses. Yeah. Here's the thing: like that now is the movie. Yeah. Sorry, spooktacular orphan tale. <laughs> now it's a fucking lawsuit situation with two feuding sets of parents. Because I just feel like, you know, you, oh my God, somebody hurt my little girl. Who hurt my little girl? Well, it's um, actually the daughter of, you know that family that lives in that castle at the end of town? <laughs> I'm like licking my lips like, oh yeah, here it comes. Lawsuit shitty. It would be like, what is, I'm looking it up now. What is the movie? It's uh, Jodie Foster and Christoph. Oh, Carnage? Oh, yes. Yeah. Isn't that a thing where it's like two feuding parents? Yes, they're sitting some down. Sort of school Their thing? kids had a fight. And, and like they're trying to adjudicate yeah. that, and it will truly be carnage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the main mover, baby. Uh, so the next, the next scene um, from Magus at the grocery store, she gets a call from CCH Pounder, and it's like, <laughs> "This is hilarious." Listen, your warranty's almost up on that kid. No, she's like, "Listen, it's six months or sixty thousand miles, whichever came first. She's just like, "Oh, you know, I just wanted to check in, see how things are going." And she's like, "Well." Actually, and she has, and now because the fucking little girls are inseparable, Max is reading the lips of her mother on the phone and like reporting back to Esther right. what's going on. Like, yeah. oh, they're talking about you. They talk. They talked about the broken leg. Oh my god, this had the other thing. Oh, this is also uh, sorry, Kevin. What were you gonna say? No, go ahead. Well, no, it's also um, Farmiga's kind of like starting to think about turning on this kid because right <laughs> before the grocery store scene, it's a very awkward. Uh, she Kate walks in on Esther playing Tchaikovsky yes, like, uh, perfectly right. yeah. on the piano, just like a fucking Russian assassin would. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're having trouble with Esther, are you? Well, it sounds like somebody should have bought the three-year insurance plan that I offered when you made your purchase. <laughs> what that? What's that? I can't. You're breaking up, Kate. <laughs> Hope things are going well. There's we're going to have to. Girls, we're going to move the orphanage. Everybody pack this up. There's a reason why I gave you that very long uh, receipt there. It's because it has all the information on it. All right, girls, grab your go bags. <laughs> John Law's coming here. Uh, but so, no, actually, CCH Pounder is like, I'll stop by tomorrow. So we're, we're, we're sitting around yep. uh, in our enormous palatial estate. CCH Pounder mm. shows up, and she's like, Esther won't let her in for a second, which is like, what are you doing here, you 
<laughs> you stupid non-bitch. Uh, and she comes in and like she's like, well, remember when I said there was no problems with Esther? Well, here's a laundry list of them. <laughs> this is cross-cut with this fucking Esther uh, playing Russian roulette with this little girl. She, she like grabs Max and he's like, we have to fix it or else they'll take me away. And she's like, well, let's go. He's like, let's find your dad's keys to the treehouse. Oh, that's right. Because the dad, because he, uh, the kid called yeah. her an R word and swore he's locked up the treehouse. Oh, big old padlock on that fucking the pornography den. This is like grounding in yeah. this house, right? You, you, you don't get your separate house in addition to your regular house. <laughs> the guest house. house is closed for I business. Mean, <laughs> that treehouse is huge. Oh, dude, I could. that's bigger than my apartment now. Yeah. All right, Tommy, the cabana is locked <laughs> until summer break. No more pool parties. <laughs> yes, I mean, only one skiing trip this year, Tommy. <laughs> but um, So she's looking for the keys, but she also finds she finds this whole ring of keys, which uh, leads to Peter Sarsgaard's revolver, which, yes, she's playing Russian roulette with this kid. Dude, great point bringing up the keys, by the way. The key that opens Peter Sarsgaard's gun safe is a fucking skeleton key from Resident Evil. Did you get a look <laughs> at this thing? It's like she finds, like, the little girl Hold finds on. this keychain. I, I need to push statue, solve riddle, get key. And then unlock gun. <laughs> oh, no. I, I'm running low on ammunition, but I already saved the game. I have to start over. Didn't you just hate that? Yeah. Fuck, give me more goddamn ammo, Resident Evil. I, just, I only played Resident Evil 2, yes. I think. I played one and it was two. frustrating as yes. hell. It's a frustrating game. Yeah. <laughs> Very frustrating. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that keychain, it's all normal keys. Yes. And then this huge skeleton key. And also, like, I don't know, maybe hide the safe a little bit, like under something. Yeah, it's not even like there's no closet. Like, it's just well, the mean, closet's open and the safe is I, there. I will say the neon sign that says safe was out of taste. <laughs> now, Ralphie, stay out of my secret closet of mystery. What's that fucking Wiggum line? <laughs> oh, what yes. is your obsession with my secret closet yes. of mystery? Yeah. Whatever that Wiggum. It uh, had ride gear in it. That's what I remember. Did anyone yes. else have the kid in your school? You go over his house. He's like, hey, you want to see my dad's gun? And I'm like, oh, man, I really don't. Uh, I didn't have that. I had, do you want to see my dad's pornography collection? I that wish I met that kid. No, I knew there was one kid that was like, yeah, my dad's got a shotgun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that kid's in jail now. Uh-huh. <laughs> surprise, that works. surprise. Yeah. We were doing a school project. This kid's like, Hey man, and it was it was literally on top of like a a, a wardrobe. He just he like reached up. He's like, look at this, and I'm like, oh mm-hmm. man. Oh, it was a firearm. Oh yeah, of course it was. Yeah. He, he had that a was little bronze. That's the Bronx, there. <laughs> the Bronx in the nineties. Always with the firearms. How about an ice arm? You know. <laughs> I want some ice cream. <laughs> yeah. I'm you want to some... see my dad's ice cream? <laughs> yes, I would love to. I'm a little fat kid. <laughs> Actually, it would be a thing where it's like, oh, this is my dad's ice cream. He never lets us eat it. And it's like fucking THC infused ice oh, cream. Uh-oh. Well, these days. Rad. That's going to be a horror movie any day now because everyone's just like, oh, my God. Let's pearl clutch over the fact that edibles and things like that exist. Dude. Yeah. That screenplay written by Maureen Dowd. <laughs> <Jesus>. Yeah. <laughs> I were like, they're, they're, people are going to give all their drugs to children. Just- that is the dumbest fucking Halloween exactly. scare tactic. Like, 
oh, people are putting edibles out for kids. Are you fucking crazy? I'm not just giving away that shit for free. They're acting like kids are coming home with fucking bottles of Jack Daniels. Because you know <laughs> what? Wish. That fucking never happened because no one's giving away any type of- You're not of giving it. away bottles of liquor. You're not giving away weed to kids. Exactly. Well, now I got some ideas for next Halloween. <laughs> Thank God. I'm going to your house to trick or treat that. I, I I have to say, I never went and saw a guy. I was next to a guy. Like It was me and like six other uh, guys and- the one guy said, like, we should go over to my house. My dad's gun safe is open. And like, <laughs> what? And that was the thing. Is that the I, guy... like, I like going to a second location. This kid just gets a peek and, oh, my dad's gun safe is open. No, oh, I mean, it was, my, it was my neighborhood. Like, okay, he, yeah, he was yeah. just there. This and kid's like... running down the street out of breath. Guys, it's open. Good it, news, Chris. We don't have to crack the safe like we're, we're a fucking thief. Well, that's just my point is that the safe is like he says this. Yeah. And like everybody gets excited. I'm like, I'm going to go home. Yeah. Uh, but then like another guy like saw all the excitement he made. And he's like, you know, my dad has a sword. <laughs> what? <laughs> Fuck. And then another kid just blurts out, shut up. And then they all go to see the gun. <laughs> Take that sword. Oh my god, that's like the little kid version of that scene in Indiana Jones. <laughs> my dad's got a scythe. Oh shit, nice. My dad's got some grenades. My dad's the Grim Reaper, yeah. Um, so she's packing up. She grab she she's like she's like, We'll play with this later. And then she grabs like a hammer and loads up this little kid backpack and it's it's very much like the omen actually. Doesn't this happen in the omens? A guy's driving away from the house and the bees get him or whatever. Uh, uh well there's the thing with uh David Warner. Yes. Well he gets impaled by something. He gets his head cut off. Yes. Okay. He's uh he's the one who's he's driving in the car and oh, it's, like, right. it's like wacky races <laughs> and he crashes into the back of a thing and a, a pane of glass comes That's flying right. and cuts his head off. But so like there, there there's this bridge, it's all icy anyway, and um uh, CCH Pounder is the the cool kind of on the nun that smokes. Badass. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, so you, like, you orphans can have fun here at the orphanage. Just don't do it outside. <laughs> <laughs> do it where I can see it. So she's like, she looks away to, to smoke, and then uh, she's like, "We're going to scare her, so she never come back." And she shoves this kid into the street. <laughs> uh, I think Esther's going for a twofer here. Yes. Oh, totally. Because it's like, well, it's or or it's like a one or the other situation. Um, or the nun, yeah, the nun goes to jail. Oh, that, that, oh, that could be. Esther. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a win-win for Esther. It looks <laughs> like from all angles. Yeah. That's true. So she pulls her. Uh, the CCH pat. She doesn't. She swears. If she doesn't hit the kid, she comes out and oh my god, sweetheart, are you okay? And this girl and this movie yep. starts slamming this woman in the head with a hammer. You get it once. You get it once. And I was like, okay, okay, movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I put my phone down. I was like, okay, movie. I'm listening. Uh, and then there's a crazy like they're trying to pull her body oh, yeah. out of the street because a car is coming. Esther's like, we have to move body just like that one operation in Kosovo. <laughs> you take saw and saw off head. <laughs> I'll get acid. Listen, the uh, if we do not make a message, the other gangs will move in on territory. What? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Trust me, there are other kid gangs in this snowy town. They're going to take over in seven days. <laughs> so they just toss her body down a hill, which is pretty funny. But no, she wakes up, and this is when she starts to yep. really... Finishes the job. Yeah. Whew, it is a rough scene. It's truly something. 
something I did not expect from this movie. But again, the twist of this movie kind of ruins all of this. Yeah. And, I agree with Eric. And here is the thing that is a problem. is You see her, and I mean... There's like 13 blows. Yes. This head has turned into gravy. It's <laughs> and later, they decide they have to show it. And I'm yeah. like, no, no. It, it's yeah. in one form. I'm like, no, 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 yeah. no, no. Yeah, this no, would have no. been hamburger helper. It's a mess down there. <laughs> so they hide all the, the murder there, weapons. Sorry. The murder weapon in the treehouse. And she's like, you will go to jail just like me. We're both in it together. <laughs> right, because she says because uh, yeah. she helped her move the body, no, she's like, an accomplice now. I'd be like, look, I'm a baby. Like, Because this girl True. is really young. Yeah. She's like three yeah. or four. Yeah. She's like, and she's really tiny. And I'd be like, nah, dude, I'm going to roll over on you. I'm going to be just fine. <laughs> but I think Esther's got a good point here that that crime is too, like not, not crime, like laws are too harsh. Like, so what if someone moves a body or helps with something? Exactly. You're That's trying to true. weasel out of something, aren't you? <laughs> well, I'm just saying it seems excessive to go after everyone. <laughs> I mean, I only did it twice. I mean, that, and like this kid, this young kid, uh-huh. knows enough about the law to distrust it severely <laughs> and side with Esther. I mean, I think that's just a systematic problem. <laughs> I just want new. I just want to throw out all law. Uh-huh. That's it. There you sure. go. That's yeah. it. Um, so they're walking back from the treehouse, and the little boy yeah. spots uh, them. And Esther again, it's another dumbass jump scare in this movie. She like quickly turns her head. There's a huge audio cue. Yeah, and he like ducks out of the way. And we cut to that night, and she sneaks into his room with a fucking knife. Yeah. and puts it to his neck, and is like. You know, threatening him or whatever, and then she moves the neck like down to right over his crotch, and she's like, "I'll cut it off if you tell on me before I'll- you even know what to do with it." Yeah, oh, dude. right. She, I'll cut your picker off, your picker. <laughs> so they agree to go take her to see Marco Martindale, yeah. and it's a classic. Like she's gaslighting everybody. Also, Margot Martindale is not a. She can't be a fucking Vera Farmiga therapist and this girl's therapist. Is that how therapy works? You, you but, if it, both, no, but if it's family counseling guess, like that, absolutely. She, she can't be this girl's therapist if she's such a sucker. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, look at that. this. Yeah. yeah how she, can you not see right through this? Mar- Margot Martindale's like, well, she's a perfectly nice young girl and hasn't murdered any nuns to hear her tell it. <laughs> I mean, she's so articulate for a young lady, too. She dropped a glass of water I, on the floor in my office and yelled, fuck! <laughs> I can tell you this. She is no master pianist. That is for 100% sure. And she's like, well, is it because you're a disgusting alcoholic? And she's like, wait, what? And she's like, well, because you're, you know, you know, you're a gross drunk and nobody likes you. She's like, you're my therapist. And she's like, no, no, you're terrible. And like, and like, Sars guards giving her a high five, kind of. Yeah. You've they're been like, drinking today, haven't you? You yeah, drank before you came to this meeting. They're like teaming up on her. And she's like, this is fucking ridiculous. Smells like scotch to me. Is and this where they like, like you have to go to rehab? Or no, that, not yet. That's no, later. Oh that's my the god, hospital. that's even fucking crazier. And like, so she comes back, and like, they're all pissed off at each other because he's like, "Well, I guess I was right." And she's like, "You're a fucking asshole." God damn it, Peter Sarsgaard, just keep your mouth shut. 
And she's like, I'm never going back to the therapist again. He's like, well, that's weird. I'm like, of course not. Like, the trust is totally gone in that scenario. Also, she was bullying me about my alcoholism. She's a moron. She believed the little fucking con artist. <laughs> um, the, the, the nun is uh, proven to go missing. This is the other nun that keeps calling. Uh, oh, right. They get a phone call from the nunnery. Like, <laughs> hey, uh, CCH Pounder left like three days our, ago. Our best salesman is missing. <laughs> uh, We've got a lot of units we need to move this month if we you know can't what I mean. do it without our employee of the year award winner we can only have so many in the kill shelter right here are the glengarry orphans <laughs> but i don't give these to you if i give them to you i'm throwing them away <laughs> first 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 prize you go to heaven Second side, second prize, set of steak knives. <laughs> Third prize, you fire it. A, B, C, adoption, B, closer. <laughs> <laughs> Just cuts to CCH Pounder in the Chinese restaurant across the street. It's raining outside, <laughs> eating alone. Um, so I yeah, went into that adoption agency and I, I asked, I, I said, get me something from the sideboard. I didn't even know there was a sideboard in the house. <laughs> Sister Machine Levine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so the cops come to the house, like just, you know, not suspecting yes. uh, the parents or anything like that, just doing some routine questions and shit. And then it's like, she le- the cop leaves uh, and then it's like, wow, that was close. And you hear this like, Click, 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 click. And it's like upstairs. Esther's like sitting in her room Mm -hmm. looking at a a picture she's drawn, flicking a black light on and off. Oh, right. And it's like sinister drawings on this one little painting. Oh, no, no, no. She's just high. (laughs) She's really high. It was working for me. The black light will be a a window into her madness. (laughs) Uh Just why even bother? I know, I guess that was like one element too many. Big time. Because it's just like, I. I don't. I don't know how this kid. I mean, I know this. This kid's thirty three years old. <laughs> yeah. How how did they? How does how does black lights work? What what kind of you paint get is special this? ink too? Yeah, yeah. Like I feel like this it is exists. a lot. Yeah. Sure. But like you're posing as a thirteen year old girl. Right. Where are you get where are you getting this shit? It's I a good know. point. No, it's a good point. I mean, because also there's other things. Like, her plan is really short sighted. At some point, moving along a little quicker, um, Peter starts goes like, "Oh, let's go to the dentist. I got to take you to the dentist." She's like, um, "We cannot go dentist. I have tummy ache." And we find out later when she like full on orphans out, she removes like these fake teeth. She's like rotten teeth underneath, and I'm like. How long is that going to last? Like at some point, wait, people are going to figure this out. Yeah. How old does 33, how old does this movie think 33 is? <laughs> Dude, this is fucking, fucking weird. Russian 33 is different from USA 33. And Estonian man. 33, don't even ask. We're yeah, catching man. up, dude, as a country. I'll tell you <laughs> Absolutely. That much. But this movie's 10 years old, by the way. Take a look at the big book of orphan smiles. <laughs> So Excellent. like, even if you go to the doctor, the doctor is gonna look. You know, you get any kind of physical. Like, mm-hmm. um, excuse me, are you thirty three with a hormone problem? Like, well, you know what I mean? Like, that's why I didn't like the fucking dentures thing. I was laughing my tits off. But when she didn't want to go to the dentist, I was like. Oh, well, naturally, because the dentist will look and be like, hey, you yeah. surprisingly don't have any baby teeth, <laughs> yes, you little like girl. Full-grown you know. teeth. Yeah. You have the liver of a 40-year-old. <laughs> Why is the dentist looking in. at that? 
Some teeth are in the liver, you see. Uh, I like to go above and beyond in my job. So I <laughs> Kidney dentata. Yeah. I'm ambitious. <laughs> the, her and the little brother are kind of sniping at each other at this point, a little bit back and forth, right? I, oh no, she, this Esther? is the part when no, she's um, uh, she has a, a nice moment with she. She plays hooky with Peter Sarsgaard, and yeah. she's like, "Oh, you know what." Uh, I want to do something nice for mommy to make her like me again. And he's like, well, I think that's a great idea, sweetheart. It's like, I have idea. So she cuts all the flowers that's on the grave. It's like, here, mommy, here is present. And she's like, you fucking crazy. And she starts cre- she screaming at her. loses it. It's all the Vera Farmiga acting you want. She's crying. She's upset. But again, though, like, dude, I know I just watched it for the first time last night, but if I'm... At the theater in 2009, mm-hmm. and I'm going to see this eerie kid movie. Get this grief-stricken shit out of here. Yeah. Sure. Did I, we, did I keep we, it eerie. Don't I, make I, it sad. I, I think it's fine as long as you don't give as much time as you do. Mommy, I picked you flowers, is what she says. Now, I saw this like when it came out, but not in the yeah. theater. Like at, at a home viewing. Were you guys there? Because we were living together. Is Steve this, and is this Chris. a subway DVD situation? I don't know. Here? I just know. I feel like we watched it maybe. I think I didn't see it because the first time I watched really? it, was my, cause my, I watched it last year because my wife's been talking huh. about it since we've, since we've been dating. Uh, I definitely she, saw it like 10 years ago. Yeah. Mm. And to but not day. in the theater. This is like a fucking mystery now. I've done <laughs> oh, shit. My, my wife saw it in the theater at uh, 42nd Street on like opening Ugh. night weekend. And she said That's it was the most, what, the most raucous theater experience. Like, really? Like, they turned were, on it? No, they were, no, they were, they were having a blast, loving. like screaming and hooting and hollering. Oh, that's cool. But not like... Scared of no 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 we were, I think they were laughing out loud <laughs> oh my god yeah. it's like they were laughing at it yeah that's what I meant by turned on yeah it. Esther's coming out of the screen at me it's scary <laughs> um, but to be fair also I had people hooting and hollering at my hereditary screening yes like not even at mm. the parts that are kind of funny I had like that, just all throughout it what, like, the decapitation real the, fucking laugh riot yeah I actually there were a few. <laughs> According to my audience, Uncut, Uncut Gems was a laugh riot. So. Isn't it so great to be so fucking jaded you just laugh at fucking horrendous shit like that girl being decapitated? Mm-hmm. It's so cool. It's so cool to And to let everyone like else that. know and ruin their experience by <laughs> performatively laughing. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Because it's, I mean, wherever I go, it's about me. Oh, right? definitely. I'm breaking yeah. out the Max Katie and all those World War II dramas. <laughs> Um, so whatever. Um, oh, so this, she puts her fucking arm in a vice because it's like yeah. Vera oh Farmiga kind of grabs her a little bit, like, yeah. What are you doing? blah blah blah. And it's like, Now I'll get back at her with next part of escalation. And she like goes into the garage or whatever. This, There's this what, clamp sitting around. It's a vice. It's I a don't vice, understand yeah. what Peter Sarsgaard is doing. You know what? I ha- I grew up with a, one of these. Oh, yeah. really? I never used it to break my arm. But, <laughs> nice. Well, that's um, good. It's just you, just to hold stuff in place while you saw shit. I guess yeah. I, don't, I don't really. Maybe know. they don't address it in the movie. He appears to be an architect or something, but maybe he also just built this house with his hands. Oh shit! That's why it's all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to your new master yeah, bedroom. <laughs> Well, that's the thing is that every idiot dad has like a room where he's got wood and all the yeah. tools there. It doesn't sure. mean he uses any of this sure. shit ever. Yeah. Ran out of carpet. We had to uh, paint the dirt. <laughs> I see. <laughs> well, yeah, she puts her little Ooh, arm in this great. vice and just starts turning it till it fucking like pops. It's and, wild, man. And then she like screams for her father and he's like, what? 
Oh my goodness. Also, like you got to get your story straight. So if you're if you're taking a little girl to the ER with a fucking broken arm, yeah, that was a weird iron clad. <laughs> yeah. We should say also while this is all going down, Vera is out at the liquor store. Yeah, and she's and here's the thing, she's buying two bottles of wine. <laughs> Whoop de doo. Yeah. Right. She's up at the counter and she's like, "Uh, I'm uh having guests for dinner." Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, "Here's the thing." People who run liquor stores and liquor purveyors of all kinds, they fucking built this country, and they don't judge you for anything. <laughs> that guy at the liquor store doesn't give a shit what you're buying two bottles of wine for. And then True. also looking at me, and I'm like, sometimes I buy like four bottles of wine at the same time. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> well, it's also like, and I'm sure there's severe... Well, she's a recovering alcoholic. Right. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> hey, I am participating in dry January. <laughs> there you go. Or did. It's over with. I hope I made it at the time this <laughs> aired. Yeah, no, Andrew's now dead from alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> but like... But I need it! I'm sure there's wine alcoholics. Oh, sure. Of course. But... This is a good step. Step it up a notch, lady. She's got, <laughs> you got a fucking crazy killing kid here. Totally. Get, get the hard fu- liquor. Get the brown the- stuff going. Exactly. But no, she and it's but it's amazing too. So she brings it home and she's like, you know, she's devastated about this whole situation. And she like pours herself a glass too. And I'm like, I don't know. I wouldn't be and you know, she's obviously trying not to do it. She winds up not doing it, obviously. She right. pours it out good on her. She. But also, pretty expensive wine. I guess if it's been a year, you want to... want the good stuff. You want the good well, stuff. Well, that's how she listened to Eric, her yeah. uh, alcoholic coach, who said, go beggar. Go better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. better, better red wine. Better everything. Johnny Walker blue, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> no red or black on my fucking watch. She pours the whole bottle down the, down the, the drain. and We keeps... see her do that? Yes, we do. Okay, I missed that. So when she was saying it later, I was like, you're a fucking liar. Because <laughs> she, she, she simply doesn't drink, and then blah, blah, blah. The next day, you know, Sarsgaard's like, "Well, you broke our daughter's arm, you jerk!" And here's your here's our therapist to talk to you about it. You're in trouble, not just with me, but with our therapist. You (laughs) met this girl a week ago, exactly. My daughter, yeah, my daughter. Honey, show me your metal arms. It's okay. <laughs> you got metal arms. You clearly did because, I mean, you crushed the bone. I mean, I don't know how you could Ooh, do it. We got another mutant <laughs> metal arm lady. This is also a right around here is where I think this happens right before the showdown with Margot Martindale. Uh, Esther puts the fucking car in neutral. Oh, that no, that's what starts it. Yeah, oh, and that's the little a great girl. Moment. Yeah, because like the little girl's in the car still, and it fucking rolls down a hill, <laughs> and it does just crash into a snowbank. But then it's like they come home from that, and he's like, "So, got a call from the school today. Had a little parking lot mishap. <laughs> you drunk?" Yeah. And that's when yeah, it's like you know what, you go to rehab or I walk. Yeah, and I give like, you a week to go to rehab. Yeah. Or else me, our two kids, and this Russian spy are getting out of this weird house. We're going to be helping someone move a chair, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Look, you do this. I'm going to take Danny. I'm going to take Max. I'm going to take Esther and her Ouija board. And we are getting out of here. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I also think, just in looking at the poster for this movie yeah. 10 years ago... I expected at the time a Ouija board to be involved in some way. Well, there's that other, there's another Haunted Kid movie coming out right now um, with um, what's her face from Halt and Catch Fire and Finn Wolfhard. The oh, Turning. Ma- Mackenzie oh. Davis. Yes. Yes, oh, yes okay. I just the saw the yeah, trailer yeah, yeah. for today for the first time. Yeah, it, it doesn't look very good. No, it's like an all... updated Turning of the Screw. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, there seems to be ghosts involved. Oh, really? Yeah, ghosts oh, involved. Oh, because I got the invite for like a trade screening uh, and it mentioned something about like, 
a modern take on the Poe classic. Oh, I guess so. so maybe, but this is this definitely at least the trailer has got some ghosts and goblins. Oh, really? Yeah. Tom Wolfhard, you say? <laughs> it's coming out soon. Yeah. But it's, more importantly, th- Mackenzie Davis, you say? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was one reason I saw Terminator Dark Fate, so there might be one reason I, I see this one. Did it take the Boy 2 slot? Oh, maybe it did, because the, oh, no, the, uh, the Boy 2 is coming out fairly soon. Oh, is it? Fe- because February I got the invite for that, too. I've had my heart oh, broken wow. too many times now, Andrew. I don't want to... <laughs> I will say that at the last time, when they like they kept bumping it, there were no invites for trades. Mm, yeah, so now there, say. there is an invite. They got the date locked. Okay. They are desperately trying to get people to book this movie in their theaters. So um, that's right. So like um, the boy goes up, not the boy, not not Chris Cabin's not, the boy. Not Brahms. No, uh, Danny goes up to Max. He's like, listen, you have to tell me what's been going on. Uh, Esther did something in the car, didn't she? She was the one uh, because we're in trouble. And she's like, if if I tell you, um, she's gonna kill everybody. Well, because right, because well, the the little girl Max is yeah. spying on the uh, Margot Martindale uh, oh, intervention, right. and Esther just comes up to her and goes, "I'll shoot mommy if you tell." Yeah, nice. So yeah, but this is another Esther singing in the bathtub situation. Yeah, and he uses the opportunity to come in and have a one on one. And he's like, and she, she she tells him what's going on. And she says that there's evidence in the uh, in the treehouse, and like Peter starts going, "All right, I'm going to work, and I'm going to leave my mother to help you watch the kids, okay? Because it's too much of a fucking burden, you drunk." And like, okay, asshole. So he leaves, and his dumb mother is there. Because also, like, would someone watch the kids? Because, um. Um, what you call it? Um, Vera Farmiga is trying to figure out the third act. She's calling all sorts of orphanages overseas. Right, yeah. Because she finds... What is the deal? She opens the Bible again, yeah. and there's like multiple pictures of dudes. The Sarn Institute. Oh yeah, how does she come across the Sarn Institute? It's just like a pamphlet or something. Or no, it, 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 that's where the Bible came from. It's like a stamp there. Oh, okay, she yeah. She Googles it. She bings it, and mm. she finds out, and she calls, and it's like... It turns out to be a hospital for the mentally uh, or the the criminally insane. It's it's Arkham in Estonia. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's kind of great because the woman who picks up the phone doesn't speak English, and she goes and gets this other dude. And you know, the guy's like, "Oh, we have no record of her," and she's like. How could that happen? She was adopted from you. Like, why don't you have a record of the adoption? And he's like, uh, you must be mistaken. Sarn Institute is not a place for adopting children. It is a home for the criminally insane. Yes, yes we have a reptile, a crocodile man. We have <laughs> penguin man. We have clown man. Man obsessed with riddles. <laughs> Three face. Oh, hold on, hold on. Uh, can she control plants? Okay, if not, no, 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 it's not her. I was thinking... Thinking of someone else, maybe he have same haircut. Does she have leather cat outfits? <laughs> Obsessed with clocks or eggs or large big hats. Going to no. sound weird, but calendars? Is she very into calendars? Is she made of clay? <laughs> Listen, because honestly, I cannot keep track of all the people come in, they come out, they escape. Oh, maybe. Oh, no, excuse me. I was thinking of man bat. <laughs> did she, any time, did she break the back of a bat child? <laughs> any canisters of fear gas <laughs> underneath her bed? Wearing stupid hat. <laughs> well, did we, that, did we that, get them all? That, one, that was not making up. Oh, my God. So, anyway, this was this is a huge 
problem. Like Esther's sloppy here. Yes. Yeah. Why are She's you hanging out with this movie. fucking yeah. Bible? Like you know what? Just get an American Bible. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or or at least cross out the name on the right. back. Um, and well, she's sloppy here too because she's like the the fucking shit is hitting the fan. Um, she's about to get found out by the kid, and like you got to kill this. You can kill this kid, but you got to do it better than this. Yeah, like, slop ki- city, dude. The kid walks into this fucking uh, into the treehouse. He opens the door or, or opens the, the false floor, and nothing is there. And then Esther comes through a doorway, which is in this treehouse, because there are other rooms in the treehouse. Another huge laugh moment for me. I was like, what is this? Door. Well, that's the master bedroom. Leave it the fuck alone. The kid's got to sleep. And she's like, "Oh, you have been snooping." And she starts like, "She's like, I have to burn the evidence." And she's got a, a, a thing of gasoline, and she's fucking dousing this kid too. Dude, it's wild. She sets this thing on fire. It's great. Great <laughs> CGI blaze. She, she locks him in too. Again, yes. m- much like a Batman villain. <laughs> Oh, wait, wait. Was this little girl uh, required to have body at very cold temperature at all time? <laughs> no? Okay, I'm thinking of wrong little oh, God, girl. God, take out my enemy. <laughs> little freeze. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, she, um, the kid kind of escapes. He, like, he goes up to the roof. <laughs> Which is, yeah. Dude, a treehouse with a roof deck? Hot damn, <laughs> these people are loaded. And he has to like jump off and he's holding on to part of the structure. And I guess it's high up enough that when he falls, it's just like lights out. Right? Yeah. This lo- this was a little suspect. Like, come yeah. on, you already have a bunch of bad CGI in this movie. Yeah. I want to see this kid drop from a height. Oh, didn't you? <laughs> it's not believable that he'd have this much injury. Well, Esther keeps yeah. on ye- yelling at him, like, land on head. Land on head. <laughs> Best way to land. There, when the kid is on the roof, by the way, there is some laughably terrible green screen because oh. it's like the fake fire and the fake smoke and yeah. it's just this kid in front of the green screen being scared. Yes, your skull is biggest bone in body. It is best to land on it. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> important up there. Nothing at all. And so, the mother is reading a fucking Joyce Carol. The, the grandmother's just reading a Joyce Carol Oates books, not giving a shit. Yeah, dude, this is like the uh, Homer's getting pretty bad out there. They're fine. <laughs> Maybe like, she's on. drunk too. <laughs> Maybe she should go to rehab as well. Farmiga like notices that the the thing's on fire. She runs out. We're in the hospital. The kid's got we're told a serious neck injury mm-hmm. and is lucky to be alive. She Yikes. has now emailed the Snarn Snarn Institute, the, the Snuffleupagus fo- Institute, <laughs> the photo of this kid. Oh right, right, which right. will come back into play later. They call her when they're at the hospital. Right. Um. But there, did you guys catch this? I don't know how you would have missed it. But like, there's the scene where Esther like asked the grandmother for. First of all, it's 2009. She wants a dollar for this soda. How about at least 175? Could I have ten dollar for cigarette machine? <laughs> I don't know. It's a no condom machine broken. <laughs> they fuck. I mean, this is nowhere Toronto. I don't know. Prices might be down. That's true. Uh, but she, but and she's like, can I have dollar for soda machine? She's like, well, your mommy wants you right where she wants where she wants you, and it's like, here's a dollar, angel. And I'm like, yeah. what are you talking about? Yeah, this lady's fucking clueless. Uh, but no, the thing I'm talking about, the shot of Esther going to get the soda, the camera comes around the corner and it is just Pepsi as far oh, yeah, as the yeah, eye yeah. could see. Holy moly. Sometimes, you know, even in a haunted kid movie, you can still move some Pepsi. There are two vending machines <laughs> next to each other, though. It I, was a bit overkill. I, I just think it's out of taste to actually have her drink the Pepsi and then have her be normal and happy. <laughs> I thought that was a right. little weird yeah, choice. Yeah, what was it? Kendall Jenner hands her the Pepsi. <laughs> the Pepsi. That's right. And then she's like, 
you have burned my heart. <laughs> I will now be tolerant and you, innocent. You have brought upon world peace thanks to a Pepsi. <laughs> wow, the choice of a new generation. End of movie. <laughs> <laughs> she uses this whole uh, thing, because also like Vera Farmiga and Peter Sarsgaard are like fighting right here, and Esther uses this opportunity to go fucking smother this kid in his own bed with a pillow. Ooh, pretty cool. And like it gets there, because the, they she removes the, you hear the the beep, you yeah know, yeah flatline flatline and the kids got like lifeless eyes I you know what this is where the movie gets a titch toothless for my yes. taste because this kid survives this but I'm like mm-hmm. dude as far as movie language is concerned this kid is fucking dead yeah I thanks for dead. the take back well now he's a zombie right because now all the doctors come in and they they do oh, they, they revive right. him <laughs> um so she. Farmiga flips out right here and runs up and Esther's coming around the corner with the soda and she fucking smacks this kid like it's an NBC remake of an Australian hit drama. <laughs> Speaking of that remake, Peter Sarsgaard was the star of it. Wow. Oh, was he the one slapping? No, he was in the house when some his kid got slapped. Oh, oh his shit. kid was the yeah. slappy. Yeah. Who was the slapper? I believe it was Zachary Quinto. Oh. You slapped my kid. You should go to rehab, you drunk. <laughs> I mean that's what it's the same character. It's just like fucking no no. This is that show them like awesome? By the way, just here seeing Esther get smacked in the face was nice. It was pretty great. <laughs> I, la- I laughed anyway. Um, is that show like uh, also like that movie Carnage? Like, is it parents trying to settle it? Yes. Or does yeah. it get heightened? It gets heightened in a lot of weird ways. Is there a car chase? No, 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 no. Is it's just there more an like, Estonian orphan? No, it's just, guys, when a child is slapped in a house that you're vaguely at at a party, it can ruin so many lives. Yeah. <laughs> it could just ruin... Oh, it's a shockwaves kind of yes, thing? Yes, it is. Yeah, like, yeah. different people. Domino effect? Yeah, exactly. Suddenly, like, eventually, like... That negative vibe you put in the world eventually gets to someone at NORAD who then sends off a nuclear weapon because they had a bad day. Yeah, it's just the conversation, you know, in these households where one person saying, yeah, fucking thank God I hate that kid. That's fantastic. (laughs) I would love to hit a kid. And then the other person saying, no, that's not good. (laughs) And that's what happens in every household in America is they all have the discussion. Hey, babe, did I miss the guy hit the kid or what? (laughs) Oh, fuck, I was in the bathroom. I said good on him. The kid sucked. Uh, So So she's like drinking her life away here uh, because she is. No, she, no, she, she, after slapping the kid, they like, they fucking put her down like she like she's a fucking T Rex. They put her, they pump her full of fucking. Oh right, she's in the hospital. Oh, that's yes. right, that's yeah. right, that's right. Shoot her! <laughs> <laughs> they really do. Clever drunk. <laughs> they really do, and like she wakes up like in a bed, and it's uh some the doctor from Estonia is calling. It's like. Uh, are you with Esther right now? And it's like, well, no. She's like, get out of the house. Run from the house immediately. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, this dude out of nowhere. But this guy comes right after the biggest scene in oh, the movie. Jesus. So, like, she's resting. Sarsgaard's like, all right, I'll just she's take... She's still in the hospital. Yes, yeah. she's resting in the yeah. hospital. And the kid is saved somehow, yeah. the boy. 
So, and I don't know where the little girl is at this point. Is she, she with comes the grandmother? With, she comes with. Okay, because then Sarge Which she should totally go to the grandmother's. Bo- yeah, Everyone yeah, yeah. to the grandmother. The grandmother presumably has a house somewhere. She should go there. Yes. So Peter Sarsgaard is sleeping on the couch, and he wakes up like, what's going on? And here is this girl. He, no, he drinks his life away. That's what happens. Oh, he, that's, oh he gets he, drunk. He comes home. He, this is Peter Sarsgaard starting smoking in your house because it's like <laughs> it's been a bad couple yep. of weeks ever since we got this orphan. He's like drinking. He drinks a whole bottle of wine and, and like, 10 minutes he's smoking <laughs> cigarettes in the middle of the house like and we haven't seen him smoke before yes, yes we have we because have? he hilariously just lights a cigarette in the middle of the playground oh, oh does he I yes it. Okay. All right. that's why that just he, seemed too naturalistic to me that i didn't even notice that's why he doesn't see esther push that girl off the castle oh, okay because he's like hiding over in the corner of the playground smoking oh, you should go to rehab for smoking <laughs> should lock him away but so he passes out drunk and esther gets all dressed up in one of your from Iger's dress. She cuts it to fit her. Yeah, she puts a bunch of makeup on. She changes her hair out of the pigtails. Yeah. Yeah. She starts hitting on him. She's like, aggressively trying to fuck him. She yes. says, I, I love you. I really love you. And then whispers. We have a like, drunk vision of Peter Sarge. goes like, what's going it's on? It's so yeah. fucking ridiculous. The POV is yeah. just like, whoa. Yeah, like his vision's like out of focus. I was yeah. like, what does this movie think happens That's when a, you're drunk? We need a bottle of wine. I used to do this podcast when I've drinking a bottle of wine. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, this is more drugged cam. Yeah, I don't know. Like That's what it should be. But he's just like, Right, oh she should like slip in something in his drink. Like, yeah. I've prepared the idol king powder. <laughs> um, and then she goes, let me take care of you. Yeah. And he like starts getting weirded out. But then he like starts talking to her and he's like, it's just been so hard and everything's falling apart. I love that he's like confiding in this little girl that is trying to have sex with him. This is the time the dam breaks for poor Peter fucking Sarsgaard. And he's got no, I mean, she says, she whispers, let me take care of you. He does nothing. He starts crying. And then like, she's like, no, you're a good dad. (laughs) And a handsome man. And I think... Now, here's the thing. I rewound I, yes, this. I, yeah, there is... Is there a dick grab here? There what? is. No, yeah. there is. It's an impli- Well, not the, the actress. Again, the actress who was like 13 when this was filmed. Also way too uncomfortable just in any event. Sure. Yes. But it's like... It's... it's she doesn't do it, but the movie implies it because because he kind of like looks down at his lap. Yeah. It's a thigh grab, and you're supposed to assume that the dick is on the thigh. Yeah, it's Ooh. like she pushes it forward a little bit. Thigh guy. Huh? I think it's it's a little it's a trickery. It's the magic of the movies, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just is like whoa, whoa, whoa. This is uncomfortable. Yeah, he's like this is this is what he's like. You know what, Esther? I can't do it, Esther. I just can't do it. You're going back to the orphanage tomorrow. Did we? Did everybody read the trivia that this apparently this scene was much longer and stuff what? was happening? Yep. And more, it gets, wait, wait, wait. It just stuff. Is, not on happening? the set, Eric. It just is more graphic in the script. It was supposed to be oh, like okay. It went. It, it went to place that this movie does not. Thank <laughs> God for that. Yeah. Uh, I think it would be almost funny if it did, because then at the end, he'd be like, oh, thank God for the twist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm good. No, I'm good. Because the twist happens right after that. Yeah. So like, if you switch yes. it yeah, that's right. and then had that scene, you could have it kind of go. The snarn, snar, I'm saying it wrong. Snarf. The snarf. Snarf. <laughs> the Smog Institute. Yeah. The one dude says, like, he, you know, when she, she tried to seduce the last 
yes parental figure and then it didn't go it didn't happen so she killed him and torched the house yeah so that's what's gonna happen that would be more interesting if we had seen like her take one of the pictures from the bible and say like oh i loved you so much yeah like like, or something like it gives you a little bit more of her side of the thing and that would be a little bit more interesting well that's the thing is like you don't really know like this doctor gives you all this information at the end about how like she's just this fucking criminal mastermind or whatever (laughs) but it's like what are you talking about? Yeah. Like either she's just like this instinctual, like killing kind of thing, or maybe she's like a Russian KGB asset or whatever, or I don't know, like she's she's like capable of gaslighting, yeah. but it's like all of them at the same time. And she's, it's like, what she, are you doing? She's like a Highlander, you know, like <laughs> she has to every few every few years yeah, or months, she has to Yeah, she has to leave that life. And you can't really as a if you're hiding as a child, you can't really leave but, the trace to that past. Can she one day become the high father? Because she's just killing the fathers too. Because they say no to her. I mean, I guess she's waiting for the one guy that's like, "Sounds cool, man." Uh-huh. She should uh, get adopted by that uh, that dude that was on Lost for a little bit. I don't know who that guy is. Oh, we've talked about this guy, Doug something or other. Oh, oh, yes, of course. Who married like a fucking 16-year-old Doug yes. Hutchinson. Wait, yes. Jeffrey Epstein was on Lost? <laughs> yes. That's the island that they were crashed at. Yeah. <laughs> that was the big mystery. <laughs> There's a smoke monster on that island. I'll tell you that much. You're rich enough. You can have a smoke this, monster. This is an island's called Little St. James. Hey, Chelsea, we gotta go back, baby. We gotta go back. Somehow, also, Dominic Monaghan is just still in it. <laughs> Guys, where are we? <laughs> uh, so, th- oh, this is the blacklight shit. He goes into her room. Yeah. And he's looking at the paintings or whatever. And then, like, he flips. Mm-hmm. The blacklight is in the fish tank. So he, sure. like, kind of opens the casing of the fish tank. And, dude, these paintings turn into a horror show. And, it's like, a horror the murals- show and a pornography show. Because it's like. All, all these bloody people it's like Vera Farmiga with the cut, head cut off and all this stuff yeah. and there's like Peter Far- Peter Sarsgaard fucking this like adult version of Esther yeah it's and you know what Peter Sarsgaard not a great uh, appropriate level reaction here. yeah you should be throwing up he just kind of yeah. walks out like okay <laughs> like I, I, freaked out I think he was a little flattered by the visage like, nice six pack okay <laughs> I like wow, it wow this is what it would look like if I was a model for romance novels <laughs> wish I was that endowed damn <laughs> damn she cuts the power to the house yes if you're from I guess speeding home in the snow doing more bad driving yeah which like and she's like almost hitting all of these cars and shit and it's like Guys, I know she's not getting in a car accident. Like, yeah. she's going to get to the house to have this showdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Just let her get there. She's going to have a car accident. <laughs> and this movie's going to take another fucking nap. Uh, but, I mean, it, the payoff would be better if she was an actual eerie kid. But nonetheless, Peter Sarsgaard getting fucking stabbed to death is not too shabby. She stabs him in the back and goes, ah! And then he falls. It's kind of ridiculous. It's insane. He falls down, and again, like I know she's she's thirty three years old, but he's much bigger than her, and she's like, "I stab you, I stab you!" Like kick this kid in the face. This was the part where I was like, "Is she a KGB asset?" Yeah, because she like runs. It's like a. It's like a. I don't even know. It's like she runs by him like. Ha! Like a yeah. fucking ninja and just leaves this knife in but his back. He also seemingly wants to die because yeah. he's just like, okay, I'm being stabbed now. Yeah. Oh, oh, 
And then there's Mac another one. Oh, puts that's up no pointy. fight. Yeah, no, no fight, fight at, at all. Maxine. You got elbows, dude. Use them. Exactly. <laughs> Use them elbows. Maxine walks into Max walks into the scene. He says, "No, don't stop her. She's misunderstood. Stop. Oh God, she's so misunderstood. We can't, we can't ever strike a child. Just let her get her aggression out on my chest with that butcher knife. <laughs> she's a, your sister. <laughs> you don't forget." I, I can have maybe like five more holes in my test. So just let her do her thing. I forgive you. <laughs> you tell, make sure your mother knows to read. <laughs> You're not a bad person. Oh, oh. I'm sorry. I failed you. I deserve this. <laughs> I mean, he really does. I mean, sure. yeah. you got to clap in the theater when that happens. So, and Max sees it. By the way, that's a wrap on Max, everybody. Like yep. she a has assisted kill the nun at this point. Mm-hmm. Yep. All this stuff that she, she was in this near car accident played but, a, a rousing round of Russian roulette, <laughs> uh-huh. and now she saw her father stabbed to death. I mean, like it's over for Max, dude. We're ready for she, Orphan Two: she, Colon she, Max. Ship her to Estonia. See if the Sard Institute's got another bed for Max. <laughs> Also, by the way, not enough body count in this movie. Definitely not. You could use one. I think at least one. At more. least one more. Like get, get like a, the fucking a, grandmother should have got it. A babysitter would be yes. a natural yep. target. Absolutely. Uh, yes, you want to put Max in our institute? Uh, let me ask you something. Does she have an umbrella that <laughs> makes her go up in the air? <laughs> Is she rich? <laughs> or like, rich? fuck with the grandma's pills or yeah, something. Oh, totally. Yeah. That's the move. I think what you're asking, Eric, is because the kid, the boy needed to die. Like, if the kid died, yes. better yes. movie for yeah. sure. Definitely. Yep. Um, and I feel, because like the kid, first of all, the kid is, the son is not seen again for the rest of the yes, movie. Yes, he's ostensibly dead. I f- and the only thing they mention about like s- reviving him or whatever is all in dialogue. Yeah. I think it's a thing where they fucking got cold feet and it was yeah. like, oh, eh, better not kill that's, that kid. That's test audience. I smell yeah. test audience all over this. I can't believe you killed a little boy. Like, of I course. love that little boy. <laughs> I saw him in the Star Trek trailer. <laughs> you can't kill Kirk. That's little Kirk and I love little Kirk. Little Kirk on ABC. Uh, oh, well, wait, isn't it the same year? Yeah, 2009. Yeah, 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 yeah. So people Busy. were like, no. <laughs> little Kirk. <laughs> Kirk. Little Kirk. Kirk. You leave little Kirk alone. Uh, so now we have cat and mouse in the house. Sure. Uh, we're going all around. There's a lot of stu- fun stuff in the bathroom. She's got the gun. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Esther for does. shot in the arm. Like, it's fucking the end of Lethal Weapon. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a flesh wound. It just grazed me. Uh, yeah, she was, and she knows how to heal herself, too. It's a little much this for is this another, piano teacher. Man, again, this is another... Like, I'm sorry. These pseudo-horror family drama things, like... Yeah. Hereditary does it better, but like this is a bad version of how to do this because like she walks into the house and she sees Peter Sarsgaard dead. We're taking two minutes of her just crying on the floor, I know. you know, and it's like, no, like if this is a horror movie, it should be like, ah, but yes. no, no time to grieve stairs. now. Yeah. Ugh. but um, stupid. There, like she takes uh, Max runs into the greenhouse because the fucking house is a greenhouse, <laughs> and Formiga's on the outside. Uh, like on top of the greenhouse. How does she get on the roof? Does anybody she, remember? She's in the bathroom, and like um, uh, the little uh, Esther's coming, so she hides out on the, on the whatever walkway. Oh, I see. And she locks the window, so she's stuck out of the house. Oh, gotcha. Uh, and she hears Max breaks something in the greenhouse. 
There's a showdown in the greenhouse. There's uh, this girl's got a gun, and she's uh, she starts firing up at the mother a little bit, and yeah. she jumps. Uh, Farmiga jumps down and la- lands on her, which is pretty cool. This girl like a grape, and this is when I'm. So- you got to break this girl's neck. You got to yes, suffocate yes. her. This woman, this a, you know, she's a 33 year old woman. B, she killed your husband. Yep. Now, here's and an, maybe killed your son. Here's an excuse, though. Uh huh. The kid takes off the makeup and looks like the old lady from The Shining. Yes. I don't know it's, what is going on with this age makeup. Uh, well, thing. 33-year-old that, woman. Well, this is what 33 looks like. Oh, I see. Yes. From Hollywood <laughs> terms, actually, that's correct. An Estonian 33. <laughs> well, she takes her teeth out. And she's got these black monster teeth. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, like, but again, like, you've got to start, like, this is when you start to be like, you know what? T- you know what it's time for a CCH pounding, and she starts punching her face. <laughs> yeah. This is for CCH pounder. Do you think CCH pounder says that? Like, if she's ever had to be in a situation where she needs to kick some ass, <laughs> and she's like, "Now you're in for a CCH pounding." I think she does it when she's like making chicken cutlets and she's tenderizing the chicken. <laughs> yeah, that's much more. Innocent. All right, chicken. <laughs> I don't like you, and you don't like me. Here's my mallet. It's time for a culinary <laughs> CCH pounding. So we're at the end of the movie. Yes. And, of course, we've come back to Death Pond. Yes. You know, <laughs> and, like, what you want to take a dip in the Death Pond. <laughs> you don't want to go skinny dipping in the Death Pond. You don't skip stones here. <laughs> <laughs> you won't believe what's at the bottom of Death Pond. <laughs> It's not just fish floating around in the death pond. <laughs> the plot is also murky. <laughs> I would still see that movie. Death pond. That's the tagline. The plot is as murky as the death pond. <laughs> I guess I'll see it. <laughs> or that would be someone's snarky review. Uh, right? That's like yeah. the headline. Uh, yeah, so the the two girls go through the eyes, Vera Farmiga. Well, not before the tiniest. This, I mean, again, Max is like three and a half years old. Yes. She's barely walking. She picks up this revolver. Oh, yes. And she's like, it's like it's like the end of like the, the clone movie. She doesn't know which one to shoot kind <laughs> of a thing. And she fires at uh, Esther because Esther, again, like Esther has... Vera Farmiga, who's like 10 feet tall comparatively, <laughs> down and like is trying to stab her. And she's like, no, stop. Like, no, again, close your hands yes. and start going for it. Totally. Punch this, this is kid a, in well, the face. 33 year old spy. Well, and this girl's got to be launched after that, like a Joe Namath in the football, <laughs> like just fucking in the air. <laughs> And uh, but Esther actually uh, uh, Max hits the the ice and it breaks. Yeah, and then they go under and there's a lot of like going under business. She's like stabbing her underwater, which is kind of funny. And she kicks her in the she kicks her down here under the water. Yes, and, and she, she gets climbs out. out yeah, and it's like please just let this movie be over with. No way, man. Because mm-hmm. I I need this ending. <laughs> One more scare is she comes back up from the water and grabs her and Vera Farmiga with this fucking Timberland. <laughs> Boot kick. Well, she's like, Mommy, don't let me die. And she's like, I'm not your fucking mommy. Yeah. And she fucking kicks this kid in the head. And Ooh. it's like, it's fucking Zack Snyder's slow motion. You yes. see her jaw like, <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, it's 
it's not good, but it's not bad. <laughs> the CG, right? The jaws, yeah, yeah. like yeah. And then she just goes all the way under, all the way under, and then. Actually, the movie kind of just ends right here, which yeah. is nice. I did not expect this. I was totally anticipating like a six months later. No, no, no. Max and and Bosco, whatever this other kid was, the boy's name, Daniel. Uh, Danny, yeah. Danny, yeah, and her like you know starting a new life or nope. whatever. No, they're ruined. They're all ruined. The, the, again, we say this on the show often. Like this family needs to break up. Like, yep. This oh, is yeah. the end. Oh, yeah, yeah, this yeah. family's canceled. You know what? We had a good run. We got fucking <laughs> nine seasons in. <laughs> Time to call it. <laughs> That's more than the slap got. Right? <laughs> it's actually true. Yeah, give the kids to the grandmother. You go off on your own. Can I uh, share with you, uh, since this is done, uh, two pieces of trivia about the girl drowning to the bottom of Death Pond? Absolutely. So here's two. Death uh, Pond. Uh, and this should tell you, there's, there's, there's an edge to some of this trivia oh, on, yeah. the, on this page. Uh, the scene in which Esther sinks to the bottom of the pond was shot to mimic the scene of Leonardo DiCaprio's body floating to the bottom of the ocean in what? Titanic. Leonardo DiCaprio was a producer on this film. Well, that's, that's dumb as that's shit. Not that, yeah, I would like to see the receipts about, like, well, they shot it with that in mind. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm yeah. pretty sure they shot it with somebody dying would, in a pond in mind. <laughs> it would be cool if they had the Titanic music for it, though. Well, <laughs> Celine Dion. Yeah. Here's, here's the double. Vera Farmiga's character in this film is named Kate. Leonardo DiCaprio, one of the producers of this film, known for having starred al- alongside Kate Winslet in Titanic. That's right. That's, That's right. not Absolutely. trivia. Yes. No, it's not trivia. It's just people well, making a connection with names <laughs> or actors being in the same things. Like, shut your mouth. It's not like Kate is a rare name. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. rare. <laughs> I only know 75,000 of them. Wow. I know 75,000 Kates. Wow. Ladies, man. He's a Katie's man. Okay. Yeah, there, there you go. Thank you. Uh, would anybody recommend this movie? Obviously, Steve. Uh, yes, it's a, it's a hard recommend for me. I'm Like I said, sucker for an evil kid movie. This movie's got teeth to it. There, we are killing people. Yes, like Eric, I would have liked maybe one or two more kills, but I'm happy with what I got. I think this is a... It's a it's, I saw this movie twice in like seven months. You want to space those out a bit better? <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe once is fine, but yeah, it's a fun one. Yeah, I think I hadn't seen this in like four years, and that's a great amount. That's a yeah, perfect amount. Four years is a fine amount. I I like this movie quite a every bit. Every presidential election. <laughs> yes. Rather than watching the, the, the numbers come in, watch this. Um, better idea. Now, this, uh, I, I, I really like this movie. I think it's creepy. I think, again, yeah, you need... There, I smelled a lot of test audience. Like, let's fix this. Let's like not make uh, uh, adoption seem so awful. We have to add in a couple scenes here. Yeah, like all that stuff. I can see it adding up some numbers where this maybe originally was a good amount of time, and then they had to add in all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But still, I, I I I didn't feel bored. I was there with it most of the time. Well, I did feel a little bored because I don't think it has any business being over two hours long. I And I also feel like the atmosphericness of it is just so grim, dark. Yeah. And it's just dreary. And it, I, I just, it's a nah for me, dog. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. It's a no for me, too. Wow, it was a fucking slog. Like, the end of it is bonkers. It's totally bonkers. I'm, I'll say, like, Rent it and then just fast forward to the last 25 minutes because it takes its fucking time. Find a best of on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you want a fucking totally rocking, eerie killer kid movie, 
uh, Bloody Birthday. Oh, yeah. Which is, which is totally on Shudder uh, as far as the last time I, I was looking so, yeah. at the Shudder platform. Wasn't that uh, a, a couple days ago? Sleaze, a hundred years, years ago, ago, we talked yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, so that's that. Uh, I would recommend Bloody Birthday. Yeah, this is, I mean, it's fine. There are worse. Yeah, sure, sure. Weird kid movies or whatever, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, not, not it's it's competently made. It's just so overstuffed, in my opinion. Yeah. And that is Orphan or The Orphan. I can't even tell which one. Is there it's a thought there? It's just Orphan. It's just orphan. orphan, okay. Yeah, that it's is cleaner. Orphan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a test audience thing, too. Yeah. Justin Timberlake watches me. Um, just call it Orphan. <laughs> Uh, from 2009, directed by Huame Colette Sarah. Uh, but We Hate Movies rolls on, as always, next week. Steve Sadak, what uh, gem are we discussing? We got a guest in the studio next week, you Ooh. guys. Uh, Angelica Jade Bastien of Vulture comes back as we talk about Cruel Intentions. Oh, shit, man. A movie I've seen plenty of times. Movie I've seen once. Really? Wow, yeah. really? Only once. Well, get ready, dude. Um, I'm excited <laughs> for this one. And, you know, it's kind of like Valentine's Day's coming up. It's a romantic sort of yeah, movie. It's kind very, of. Sure. I've seen it once, and I'm going to say no on that. <laughs> but sure. Hey, guys, get your secret <laughs> cocaine crucifixes ready to roll. Oh, I know I will be. <laughs> so until next week, where we are in studio with Angelica Jade Bastian talking cruel intentions. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Chris Cabin. Eric Sisko. Take it easy. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>